welcome, welcome to Creepcast number 14. 14. We made it. We are back after... We're back after a little break. Yeah. We are the Power <laughs> Creeps. Hell yeah. I am the Butcher. I'm Spooky Pants. And we love magic. And we love it right. <laughs> and it loves us too. And it's... So we're a magic podcast. Aye. We do this every week, usually. We miss one <laughs> We miss one week. Yeah, it's been about a week and... About two weeks. No. It's about two weeks. People will forgive us. We have a, an amazing website, powercreeps.com. Which we are going to focus on a lot more. What are we going to do, you think? What should we do to the site? Well, like I was saying before, I mean, we I think there needs to be a segment on there where... Because we always... The, the one consistent thing we've always done is done our card watch. Mm-hmm. Where uh, we've told people what cards to buy and maybe what cards to get rid of. Um, I think I think that's something we should track. Track how like the values and well, just track it. Just put it on our show or put or put it on our uh, website so we can kind of have some kind of proof of when we said it was a buy card, when we said it was a sell. You know, I, some yeah. kind of credibility or consistency. See what our track record looks like. So you want to add it to the site? Like, basically, every time we mention cards, we should just put the current value up or something. The current value at that time that we recommend okay. it. Okay. Yep. What else? So if it goes down a ton, people can be like, "You guys were such idiots, and you lost me money." There you go. So now it's the proof <laughs> in the pudding. That's right. So what else do we want to do? Do you want to write articles ever? I mean, are we are we going to do that? Are we article people? I mean, you know, I could. You should. You're a writer. Yeah. I mean, I I guess I could, but. But. Busy. <laughs> <laughs> Life's got you by the balls. <laughs> I've been pretty busy lately. <laughs> We all know how it goes. All my friends know I'm a busy, busy man. <laughs> well, yeah, you should we'll, think about it. We'll right? see. Yeah, we yeah. want to make people go to the give people a reason to go to the site besides yeah, the uh, yeah. There's got to be some content, and obviously that's what we're gonna we're gonna work on it. Yeah, so that's big news mm-hmm. for everybody. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, not really. Powercreeps.com. <laughs> we're part of the MTGcast network. MTGcast.com. Yeah. Damn right. Those guys are always super sweet. Always nice to us. Always hooking us up. Yep. So that's where you can. You're probably listening to it now. Leave comments there after the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want you to Twitter us. We want you to twat us or whatever you want to call it. Tweet, mm-hmm. twat, <laughs> tweet us. <laughs> tweet us. <laughs> yeah. Mine is uh, the butcher CC. And I'm Spooky Pants CC. Yeah, CC is short for Creepcast. That's yeah. CC means Creepcast. Well, yeah, I, I couldn't get the butcher, so I did. That's yeah. why I did the CC. The butcher is a really popular name. Obviously. And that's going to be in full effect today. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> we have no sponsor this week. Yeah, what happened there? No, we just lost our sponsor. Oh, wow. So we need, you know, we need a sponsor. We need a good site to, uh, to pay us money. Yep. Basically. <laughs> anyway, if you want to sponsor the show, you can uh, email me at thebutcher@powercreeps.com. Yeah. And we'll work out a deal. It doesn't cost that much money. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Last week's music was... Well, then the, well, me- the metagame just... I mean, we knew the guys, and it just went out of business. It's not like it's not like anything personal. I mean... Well, they, we should probably say that. I mean, it wasn't... They're, so they're done? Forever? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, I think it so. Sounded like, he sounded like he was pretty much done with it, so... That's too bad. They were... Uh, it's a hard business. It's a tough business. It's a tough racket. It's a lot of driving. <laughs> what was... <laughs> What was last week's music? 
Oh, man. Super Adventure Island. Hudson Super Adventure Island, I think. For the SNES. Yeah. Boy, that's a... That's a classic. (laughs) Not quite. That's a classic. We all know that one. Nobody got it. Yeah. It's too bad. It's such a great game. Yeah. Isn't that like that, that like half naked Hawaiian guy that throws ham- yeah. does he throw hammers at people? <laughs> he throws hammers, <laughs> he like throws stone hammers. <laughs> at bears he's like or a caveman. He's like a Hawaiian caveman. And it's I remember it being like lots of rainbows in the game. Doesn't he skateboard too? Yeah, I think he did. He's a skateboarding <laughs> board. He fights dinosaurs. The whole game is him fighting dinosaurs. Okay. So really, a uh, great premise. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the music was a lot better. Yeah, for some reason I remember it being better too, but... Yeah, it's Yuzo Koshiro. But it wasn't. Streets of Rage, fame. So like we said, we, uh, we're we back. We're going to be back to our weekly schedule. I, I was on vacation. Mm-hmm. How was that? Oh, Tahiti was amazing. Yeah, it's nice this time of year. Yeah. I, I haven't made it this last month, but I'm probably going to get up there. Well, with all the Creepcast money pouring in. Yeah. We'll probably be taking more vacations. I think that's why they went out of business. They're, they're paying <laughs> us a lot. <laughs> So, you, you got to pay for this kind of quality. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it doesn't come cheap. So we'll talk about what's on the show. Uh, this is basically our M11 special. Mm-hmm. We really yeah. haven't got into it yet. We're kind of behind the uh, curve on it a little bit. I mean, we can't help it, but... We're going to skip the news, because M11 is the news this week. That's about it, yeah. We're going sh- to actually reveal our top five picks right away. Yep. Which is a controversial move. Yeah. But we're going to go for it. And then we're <laughs> going to talk about our general set review. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about the new deck types that are surfacing, which is quite yep. a bit. Quite a few different. We're going to have a super card watch edition. Yeah, a lot of cards. I've, I've been going through a lot of the cards. and I, I mean, I know people are going to say, why didn't you mention this one or this one or this one? Or how come you didn't say that? You know, I mean... Uh, we just don't know everything. Yeah, we just don't know everything. And I, it's just a really quick, brief, things that stood out. But I don't think anybody says saying that. Oh, that? we get comments oh, every okay. once in a while, like, yeah, I think you, you guys forgot something. to mention this, or you should have said that. Well, I Patrick, mean, a lot of them we've said before, and a lot of them... If Patrick Chapin says it, we don't really need to repeat it, I mean... Yeah. He says, like, oh, well, no, I don't think saying it. summons is good, then people already are all over it. Yeah, so. well, that's just, that's a no-brainer. If Patrick Chapin says something's awesome, it'll just be awesome. I mean, that's... That's, that's the way it works right Regardless now. if the card's awesome or not, I mean, he could say, you know... Heard a caravan or whatever. <laughs> he could he could say anything and people would be like, yeah. You wonder if he's ever thought of doing that, just messing with people, just picking up like a. I think people thought he was messing with them when he said that uh, counter spell wasn't as good as cancel. People actually thought he was like messing with them. Yeah, well, it's kind of a weird. I mean, technically, it's not better. And it's not, and he's just. I think his point was is that yeah. you're a true blue mage or something if you yeah. play with cancel. Yeah, <laughs> you're really you're a true blue mage if you decide to play with the worst card. Yeah, weird. What else? Oh, so that was the uh, card watch special, and then I'll talk about my pre-release experience if we have time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have. Well, you I'll took take, first, didn't you? Yeah. Well, nice. Oh yeah, and then we'll talk about our contest update. Nice. Which is still going to go on. We'll give the people another week at least. And there's some. We're going to have to. We're going to have to change some. <laughs> change things. it a little bit. Might yeah. not be the most convenient thing for everyone, but you have to tune in to find out what that is. And if we have even more time at the end, we'll do comments, which we probably will try to squeeze those in. Yeah. So this is like rock and roll time. Oh, you know what? One quick thing I wanted to mention. We're not really doing news, but the Magic Online re- release of 2011 is August 2nd. 
August second. Yeah, just so people not know. too far. About what two weeks away? Well, the pre-release should be on the thirtieth then, that Friday, right? Because they always do the Friday. Yeah, it's, gen- it's generally Friday at like one p.m. or some weird deal. Yeah, and it goes to like Saturday to like eight p.m. It's like a mm-hmm. weird deal. So that's coming up. We can't wait for that. And we wanted to also mention we're going to start doing videos. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that's been suggested. We've actually thought about doing it. Uh, we've had people, a lot of listeners suggest it to yep. us, and it's just something that we've kind of batted around and just never really... Well, we have the software now. Yeah, I, I found the software, and you, you know how to use it. It's good. And, yeah, it was, it's just a matter of... Uh, the time. We have a hard enough time getting together to do just the, just the audio for the podcast, so it's going to be... Yeah, well, you're so busy. I mean, it's... Well, yeah, I'm. I'm really. I'm. I'm traveling everywhere, and then, <laughs> then we got the butcher who's got a family. It's pretty tough. So. Yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll try to do that. We'll have a lot of fun with that if we can get one of those rolling, and people will enjoy it. We just have to have a day where we just. Yeah. Just do it. Yep. So look for that. All right. So we're gonna jump in. Like this, pretty much. This whole episode's pretty much M11 related. Yeah, so if much. you don't like M11, you should probably turn off your radio. Yeah, or your iPod. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you can turn off your black and white television. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're we're gonna start with the top five. Oh, right. Do you have yours ready? Should we go? Should we go one for one here? Yeah, and we'll start with the five, right? All right. We always start so with we'll, the yeah. Let's dispense reasons. Yeah. All so right. go ahead. All right, my number five, hot card. Top card of M11. Yep. Is and I and the thing is I didn't oh. I didn't do any reprints like I don't have a Bane Slayer on my list I don't yeah I have a slash Bane I don't Slayer. have any commons or uncommons on my list I just went for the M11 new cards that were rare or mythic okay so just to clarify I know people are gonna say hey what about Bane Slayer you know it's a good card <laughs> I know it's an old card though yeah so uh, number five I have Mass Polymorph Mass Polymorph at five wow number five it's just it's a what excites you? I, you know, you know, and the thing everybody knows, I hate polymorph decks, but I like Warp World. I like things like that. I like the Living Death decks. I like that kind of stuff. And I think Mass Polymorph has that kind of appeal to me. Where, you know, the the problem I didn't, the the thing I didn't like about Polymorph is that you could have no creatures in the deck, nothing. Yeah. I mean, it was all token makers. Yeah. And that was it, and you had to have one or two. Like Mass Polymorph, and like you were saying, a lot of people are going to play it kind of like. Polymorph. Polymorph decks where they have two creatures. Yeah. The decks I've been looking at have generally about four <laughs> four creatures, and boy, if it goes off, you're you're in trouble. See, I think I like it a lot too because it's a it's kind of a flexible. It's like a it's like a cross between Warp World and Polymorph, like you said. Yeah. But it gives you a little more flexibility because now it's, you can run a real creature heavy. You could just run a bunch of creatures and just roll the dice. You just get, yeah. That's what Warp World does, and it works fine. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go. I'd go the the, yeah, it doesn't work as well. The token route, and I'd go heavy counter. Heavy counter, because yeah. it, it's seven or six. six it's or six. six it's six to cast, yeah. but it's... Right away, it's saying, you know, it's a slower deck. You're going to have to... You know, obviously, you're going to throw some green in there to speed it up a little bit, but... And, I, I mean, I guess we could read the cards real quick. I'm assuming people know what it does, but basically, it says, Exile all creatures you control... Then reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal that many creatures. Then you put them all into play or onto the battlefield. Then shuffle the rest of the revealed cards into your library. So you're not really losing anything. No. So if I have it is six by if the I way. have five tokens out, basically I'll just put how you know four five creatures out that are in my deck. Yep. And you got to exile the tokens though. 
Yeah, that's fine. I know they're gone. It doesn't matter. (laughs) So it's very and it's only you. It's not. It's not your opponent too. It's just you. So it's a very smart move. It's a great. It's a great (coughs) card to print right now because of all the Eldrazi's and stuff. Because it does let you. You can still play just Polymorph if you want. Just the one for for now. Well, no. I mean, even with this card, you can use it as just a Polymorph, like you said. Oh yeah. Or you can go the other direction. So I, I love it. I think it's great. I don't know if I'd put it in my top five, but it's very good. It's just for uniqueness. I mean, yeah. it's not even unique. It's just polymorph. So my top, my number five is, and this is where I did the slash Bane Slayer, because okay. I, I know I kind of agree with you. Like, but we all know Bane Slayer is ridiculous. Yeah, it's, but it was it's your it's number five. Be, well, yeah, I just I think did, it'd be up a little higher. I just did it because I matched it up with another white card. Oh. And my what? And the white card is the Leyline of Sanctity. That's a good card. Yeah, and I, you know, I what I like about this card is it stops blightning. Blightning. Blightling. Blightning, yeah. I mean, that's the number one thing. Um, There's a few cards that stop blightning in this set. I mean, just the fact that you can have it if you have it in your opening hand, it's so it's so nasty. Yeah. I mean, a lot of cards that see, I'm a kind of a control combo player, so cards that scare me, you know, the discard stuff, the duresses, duresses back. I don't want to get duressed. (laughs) Yeah. This is huge, you know. I mean, it, it's, it's white. What about so Gatekeeper? It stops it. It does stop Gatekeeper. Yeah. See, it, it's it, there's a lot of cards that you won't really even think of. That's yeah. the thing. It stops a lot more than you would think. So it's, I mean, you can't really bolt me. You can't, you know, mm-hmm. Red Deck Wins is going to hurt a well, little bit. Well, that card is obviously really going to hurt Red Deck Wins. Yeah. Well, even even like pre- black, it hurts black too. It's going to protect your planeswalkers also, because they can't target you and then thereby target your planeswalkers. Yep. So your planeswalkers are safe. I don't know. I just, I really like this card because it just gives you that protection. But what really the exciting part is the leyline part of it for me. Well, that it comes out turn one. If you have it in your opening yep. hand, you just it's out. Yep. It's it's a done deal. So I I love. I mean, I love all the leylines. Yeah. They're all awesome, and I think it's a great. Even the blue line. I think. Other, it's otherwise, it's forecasting costs. So. That, it's not horrible. Yeah, forecasting cast kind of sucks, but it, it's yeah, still but worth it. Yeah, but at that time, I mean, turn four against Red Deck Wins, you know, it might just be enough to save you. Yeah. You know? And I'm not sure the implications, you know, what deck is going to go in, where I'd even play with it yet. I just love I just love the card. I can see it in Blue Eye Control. Oh, totally. So that's my number five. Okay. What's your number four? My number four is Primeval Titan. The Green Titan. Oh. It's the 6-6 Trample for 6 mana. Um, anytime he... Or when he comes into play or attacks, you get any two lands in your deck and yep. put them into play. Yeah, search your library for any two lands, put them into play tapped, yep. shuffle your library. And it's actually... They go into the battlefield now. Right? Yep. And he's a 6... Oh, he's a 6-6 six, six Trample. I didn't even realize They're that. all 6-6. Six, six. Why do I didn't realize he had Trample, too? Good grief. Good grief! The Trample's probably the most relevant out of any of the Titans... Yeah. The, you know, built-in mechanics. Yeah. I mean, Death Touch is not really going to matter a six, on, six. A, on a 6-6. Six, six, yeah. You know, Fire Breathing is bleh. Flying is nice. Yeah. But well, which one is Flying? None of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say none of them are Flying. But what, why this one? Why do you like this one so much? I, he's... The, the combos for him are pretty much endless. I mean, basically any good land you can think of. Well, this is like a landfall dream come true. I mean, it's it's right? a la- it's I mean, just great for landfall. I mean, it's green, which is ridiculous. So it just 
It's got a good synergy there. I mean, couldn't even it's, wouldn't it's he good even, for Volakut. Wouldn't he even be good for, for ramping? Like if you if you he's just great for ramp. He's good yeah. for thinning your deck. Cause, well, because you well, even if you ramp because if he's a six casting cost and a ramp deck, you could still get him out what turn four, turn five, right? Mm -hmm. Lotus Cobras, etc. Et yeah. So I mean, turn, yeah, easily. getting him out is like it's ridiculous because he's going to ramp. Yeah, he's he's going to come out faster than any other one, unless unless you're splashing green for the other ones too. Yeah. But. Yeah, I agree. I, he's basically on my honorable mention list. I mean, he's he's like six or seven for me. Yeah, he's amazing. And I and I you know I think the ramping, putting him in like even like my warp world deck or something, mm -hmm. something fun, it's insane because he's just I'm just gonna you know I'm gonna get like four lands out <laughs> yeah. next turn if I have an oracle play or stuff. So I yeah, it's great. Should we be mentioning anything as far as values go or? Like, I guess if you want to look him up real quick, if well, you're, uh, like I don't know, mass polymorph. I'm pretty sure is. Not worth too much. What are you looking at? Oh, you're actually having fine magic, kind of looking at. Yeah, it. well, mass polymorph is a buck, so sure. that wasn't too bad. What was what was your the your number five? The sanctity, the leyline of sanctity. All right, leyline. The leyline of sanctity is four bucks. Okay. About three ninety nine. Yep. And then the uh, primeval titan right now is going for about thirty bucks, forty bucks. So right now it looks like he's the big card in this set. How how much is he? Thirty to forty bucks. Forty dollars. Thirty to forty. Yikes! It's a, it's it's, a, it's kind of the early stages where I mean I could see him dropping, I could see him dropping to about twenty maybe. I don't know. I don't think he's going to stabilize at 40, unless he is in every deck. Well, he's only 35 at uh, Star City. Wow, well, 30 to 40 bucks. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's <laughs> 35 still... 35 bucks, so... 35, I guess 30 bucks seems about right. He's probably not going to go any much higher than that, though. Ah, you know, it depends on it depends, it depends how much he's getting played. Uh, there's a lot of decks where he he works really well in. So he's pretty good, yeah. Interesting. I mean, a lot of the upcoming deck lists I have, when I read them off, you'll see you know, like he'll go, he could go in that, he could go in this, he can go in that. So there you mm -hmm. go. That's my number four pick. N Nantugo Shade is my number four. That's great. It didn't make it into my top five. Yeah. yeah you think it would? It's a tough call. I mean, it's just it's it's a tough. great card. It's ridiculous. It's a reprint. Six bucks, by the way. Mm hmm And that's, and it's black, black, he's a 2-1, mm -hmm. and pumpable, you know, plus one, plus one with one black mana. Yeah. Doesn't he's sound just, like just much. Just a beater, just a beater. Yeah, doesn't sound like a lot, but if you don't have a block art or something, you're, I mean, he can just, in a model black deck, he's just amazing. Well, just, I mean, when you break it down, like, when he goes to attack, he's more cost effective than Wooly Thoktor, is what everybody's saying. Which yeah. is true, I mean. Yeah. For basically turn two, or... Turn three, he's he's swinging for five. Five. So. Yep. And I used to play with them. I mean, <clears throat> you used to play with them. I don't know if you played. No, with them I didn't play during the tournament. With, yeah, see, so. I played with it, and it, it was always just really amazing. So. See, no, I've just been playing a lot of black, and I, that's what black needs is. It definitely. Black is, definitely got a big boost. Well, no out of kidding. M11 here. There's there's no kidding, but he's just. I think it's just going to be a staple in, in pretty much any model black, even a heavy black. Yeah. Deck. I don't see how you're not going to run him. Nope. Even if it's a control deck. I mean, he's just I, so you know, versatile. Not really in a control deck. I don't I know. I mean, it depends how you're... If you're doing, like, the consume the meat control, you're not going to run him. It depends what kind of control you're running. Yeah. Well, 
consume the Mika track. I consume the Mika, it, it, yeah. It's <laughs> it's coming apart. I'm taking it apart, but yeah. So what's number three? Uh, let me you. see. My number three card is Grave Titan. Another Titan for you, huh? Another, yeah. I, you know, I liked a lot of the Titans. I thought they were. They're not really great super cards. You're not going to see a lot of them in decks. Uh, but these two, I think you really will. And the Grave Titan, of course, is the 6-6 six, six for 6. He's Death Touch. Whenever Grave Titan enters the battlefield or attacks, put two 2-2 two, two black zombie creature tokens onto the battlefield. Yeah. So, just ridiculous. So, right off the bat, you're getting... Just card advantage. Well, you're getting a 6-6 six, six and two 2-2s. Two, two you're getting a total <laughs> of 10, 10 power out there. 10 yeah. toughness. That's I mean, it's pretty crazy. No, he's good. I mean, we talked about him a lot. And look, he's going for about 20 to 25 bucks. 25 at Star City, yeah. Yeah, so he's... Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I haven't even thought about how you could use him in a in a, in a deck as far as, like, sacking engine decks where you're sacking There's guys. sack engines. Or, I mean, I've swarmed just, obviously the Eldrazi Monument is one that really yeah. screams, you know, yeah. Grave Titan. So, yeah, I mean, that's... And, you know, we'll get into that later when we start talking about upcoming deck types, but just a, just a great card. It's the best black creature for six casting costs. Oh, no Hands question. Down. No there, question. Yeah, I, I think he's really... You're not going to run. You're probably not going to run four of them, but... Yeah, I don't know. I'd say maybe three. Two to three. I don't know. Well, my number three... <laughs> I'm going to butcher this so bad. <laughs> Fauna Shaman? Fauna. Fauna. Shaman. Fauna Shaman. <laughs> fauna Shaman, like flora, fauna. Oh, Fauna Shaman, which is the two casting cost 2-2 two, two elf. Yep. And you pay one green and tap, discard a creature card, search your library for a creature card, reveal it, and put it into your hand, and mm -hmm. then shuffle your library. I mean, I don't even think we have to talk about this too much. I think everybody has everybody been talking about it a lot, but how much? Does it's twelve dollars right now. It starts twelve bucks, yeah. Which seems like it's, it's gonna go up. I'm looking at like Bid Wicked here, and they they sell it for about eight. Really? About eight to ten. I'm and pretty surprised. I think people are undervaluing. It's the most expensive rare. Out, oh, it is out of the set. That's true. It's not mythic. It's not mythic. Good though. thing it's not mythic because it. If it was mythic, it'd be it'd be a fifty dollars. Yeah, but I mean, I think I think this <coughs> card is just. I mean, I, again, I've used to play Survival of the Fittest, and you yeah. do too. And I mean, it's not as good. No, but of course I mean, not, but still, just it's being ridiculous. able to go just grab any creature you want. Anything. And, and it's just... And, and, and the, the thing is, the side effect of discarding a creature... Oh, yeah, Vengevine. Oh, yeah, Vengevine, Bloodgast, Reassembling Skeleton. Yeah, There's a lot of creatures that, that benefit from going straight into your graveyard. Yeah, so. I mean, this thing is just insane. I mean, you could discard a... An Eldrazi just to shuffle your graveyard. Yep, it, great, it's just great ridiculous. Card. I I can't wait to to talk about it again. Yeah, minutes. I think. So we'll 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 move on to your uh, your number two. Uh, my number two is Phylactery Lich. Yep. Oh yeah. And uh, I'm not even gonna try typing that in. Oh, Phylactery Lich. <laughs> Lich is not, it's not, it's not worth a lot. It's not really worth much. It's worth anywhere from about three to five bucks at the moment. Yeah. Um, basically, I, uh, we've talked about it before. It's a three casting cost, five, five. It's indestructible. When it comes into play, you got to put a Phylactery, phylactery uh, token. token on some artifact that you control, one yeah. artifact, and then uh, as long as that artifact is in play with that well, token as long as any any artifact has that token on that it. counter counter, yeah, yeah, counter. Then I mean, it is susceptible to hex mage removal, I guess. Yeah, 
It'll die, though, if there's no artifact with that counter on it. Yeah. But if you have two of them out and you have two artifacts out and you put one on each artifact, yep. and then one of the artifacts gets removed, both of them stay in play. Correct. So it does, yeah. just as long as there's one on some artifact somewhere. If it's on, I think you can put it on their artifact. Who knows, but... Yeah, I mean, this is like a mono-black stream come true. I mean, what else Well, kind of, because mono-black doesn't really use a lot of artifacts. So, I mean, it does kind of push you into the artifacts a I little bit. I think that's be almost better, because you're going to end up with stuff like well, Vasco's Collar. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. It's ridiculous. Collar is good, and, but mono-black decks that I've used and played with don't usually use a lot of artifacts. They're generally really good creatures and, and Oh, really yeah, you spells. don't see a lot of artifacts in Mono Black, no, usually. No, But I'm telling but, you... But, I mean, now you're going to see... You're going to see some Everflowing Chalices, and I know uh, Moneybags plays with that anyway. Yeah. Uh, you're going to see Basilisk Collar, like you said. You're going to see one that we were talking about. It was a Blade to Blood Chief. Yeah. yeah I mean, if you're going to do... If you're going to do, like, kind of a sack engine... It's not deck, horrible. It's not really a bad well, idea. Well, we talked about toying with the Border Posts. Oh, the Border Posts, for sure. Yeah. That's a no-brainer, yeah. That, that's going to go It's on. just... Yeah, I mean, I, and, and it's a card, it's another one of those cards that is kind of like a precursor. Like, it, it's going to gain value. I mean, you can almost guarantee it. It's going to go up in value when Scars comes out. Yeah, I know. I don't think a lot of people remember this. Scars is an artifact block. Yep. Block. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you get, we got a lot of cards in our current set current block that deal with artifacts that you really well, want to keep they, an eye on. And they reprint like a scroll rack or they reprint like a, any you know, some of those old school, I'm not saying like a functional reprint or something like, any one, one major artifact comes out. Soul ring. Like a one, you know, not quite, but <laughs> Soul ring. any one drop artifact that, that's like so good that comes out. Yeah. It's just going to make this guy ridiculous. Even yeah. more ridiculous. So I, I agree. I think he's amazing. He didn't make my top five, obviously, but. Oh, he didn't? Okay, no. so we won't have to talk about him again. No. Okay. He did not make it. Just because he's a little, you mean you basically have to play mono black with it. Yeah, the three, that's, and I like that. I like that. Yeah. That's the other thing I noticed with this set. They're really kind of trying to push the mono colors a little bit with the casting costs of a lot of these creatures and these spells and things like that. I mean, they're kind of really. It's a really good flavor set yeah. for each color. Yeah. I was a little worried about it at first, but they turned it around right. Those well, last we'll few spoilers. About, yeah, we'll talk about that later. About how we what we think of the set overall, mm -hmm. but. Yeah, I agree. The Lich is really good. And that was your number two, right? That was my number two. So my number two is Brittle Effigy. Brittle Effigy. Brittle Effigy, which is the one casting cost. Artifact. Uh, it's an artifact, and basically you just pay for, exile it, and you can exile any creature. You gotta tap it, right? You gotta tap it. Pay for, tap it, then you can exile yep. target. and they're like a buck fifty right now, which is... Cheap. I, I just think this card yeah, it's is... It's a rare, right? Yeah. This card is so under the radar... I mean, I, I guess I haven't. Maybe people are excited about it. I haven't heard anybody talk about it. I mean, this is like my dream come true. I mean, it's like a removal. It's basically an O-ring for every color. Every color, yeah. Any deck. There's not a yeah. single deck that couldn't run this. You know, maybe it'll maybe it'll be a sideboard staple in standard. But this is just ridiculous. I mean, it gives me removal access to removal and pretty much. I mean, I can run removal in my Warp World deck now. Yeah. Because it's a permanent. I mean, and it's just the fact you that... You can run removal in anything. Any deck. If and and remember, if we, you know, if we do, if we do get into a real counter-heavy environment, which yeah. I don't think is going to happen, Yeah. but if it does, um, this is perfect, because you can play it on turn one. Yeah. They can't counter it, obviously, you know, after that. It's How much is it, though? Four? It's four to use it. Yeah. 
point, I mean, to exile a creature. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> it's a good matchup when you're dealing with decks that are really relying on one, that it one creature. It handles every creature. Yeah. I mean, it gives red deck wins an option for Core Firewalker. It gets rid of Emrakul. Yeah, that does get Emrakul. I mean, it just does so much stuff. I know, I love it. The Core Firewalker, you bring that up because red deck wins. But red deck wins has a few answers now, too, so... Yeah, Red Deck Wins has, I mean, Core Firewalker hasn't shut down Red Deck Wins by any means, but... I he mean, did give it some issues, but that, I mean, that's a good card. Like you said, that's a good sideboard for a lot oh of decks. Oh, yeah. I just don't, I just think it's so amazing, and I just think, it, it'll, I mean, you could run, like, a mono green deck now and at least have an option. That's true. That really option helps. To really helps with green. Really so helps that way you don't, you don't just drop a Bane Slayer on you, you're just like, oh, well, you know. Oh, I got my spider. <laughs> yeah, you know, you can play a giant spider, I mean, yeah, yeah. so I... I don't know. There's not, you know, I think there's a reason they put in the set. I'm not really sure yet why, but it <laughs> gives every color. I think this set had a lot of surprising artifacts. Yeah, this so. is. I don't know. I love it. I'll go. I'll, I'll oh, this is your number one. Oh, my number one. This is uh, it. My number one is Fauna Shaman. Yeah, I know. We kind of already. I, I think it. I think it's definitely the yeah. number one though. I, I did. There was really no question. I mean, I was surprised by a lot of the black stuff, but overall, I think green. Did the best, and that's the best, the best card, hands down, for period. <coughs> well, it just allows you to. In, pull, in my opinion, in just my. It opinion. just allows you to pull out a creature that you it's need. Gonna be, for combos for, it's going to be. It's going to be nasty. I, I know. Mean, that thing is going to get out, and and, I mean, you thought Elvish Piper was disgusting. I never really thought that. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. That, I mean, when an Elvish Piper would come out, what on turn three? Yeah. You know, you're kind of like, I should kill it. I should kill it, you know, because you, you never know what they're going to have, what, what's it. in their hand, you know. What? Yeah, I mean, this is, remember, this won't put anything into play, but it does give you access to it, but I, I just think yeah. the implications, like, with a Vengevine type of deck or something are just oh, unfair. I exactly. Mean. It's, <laughs> it's just a nasty, nasty card. Yeah, and it's a two-drop, two-two, so, I mean, even by itself, it's just, yep. it's not going to hurt you in any it's way. It's not going to be hard to really make a deck around it. No. Whereas, like, something like Phylactery Lich... It won't be too hard, but it's going to take a little bit of work. You know, Mass Polymorph, things like that, you know. Great Titan. <laughs> On my top five. Yeah. So what's your number one? My number one is Mana Leak. Wow. That's Mana Leak, baby, is back. And I just think, I just, I guess I just have these visions of, of kind of a remandish type of thing where it's just everybody's going to use it, and it's just, it could go that way. Or it could go the way where you're just not going to see counter spells because there's just too many. You know, everything's still creature heavy. But if yeah. this card to me has a potential, just because it's it's the one thing blue hasn't had. What a counter spell? A hard counter spell on turn two. Yeah. I mean, it's had. I know, mean, deprive isn't necessarily isn't necessarily two casting costs. It's no. technically three. No. Yeah. And the so. fact that you get return to land in your hand it just slows you down. But this this is a hard counter on turn two. And it's not that it's not really that relevant. I mean, it's not like a turn two that's gonna just kill you. Fauna shaman. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. You know, I really like it though against like blightning. You know, slowing down Jund a little bit. Yeah. That kind of thing. I you know it's, it's well got, there's a lot of things to deal with blightning. It's yeah I know, but it's got that time walk potential because it's basically like you're just gonna you know you could just do it turn two whatever they play yeah. just to basically time and, and we've like we've said you know it's basically effective up until turn eight yeah and i almost I think mean, in a way this is almost i wouldn't say it's better than like a, a hard counter but it is it's almost better in a way when, because when the hard counter was around it wasn't as big of a deal you know like this 
a mana leak in this standard environment is better. Well, I just like it because, like, say you do you do do it on like turn five or whatever. Yeah. And they tap all their lands to keep well, whatever they Well, then accomplished. Then they're just basically not casting something else. I yeah, just think exactly. It's huge. It's a, it's. So I just definitely. really. The only reason I didn't put it in my top five is just because I was sticking with well, Mythics a, yeah, and Rares it's a, it's, it's and a, new cards. It's a common, right? Yeah, it's a common. <laughs> yeah, so I just think it could really potentially change everything about Control. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of the one thing that Control hasn't had, and Control's already been fairly strong. But yeah. With, like, Jason Mind Sculptor now, it just, it just seems so ridiculous. Well, I think his relevance, I mean, it's... <laughs> He's a great card, but he's got a lot of help now. Oh, it's he's got a lot of help. As if now. he needed any, but well, yes. I'm just saying a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people d- haven't been playing blue because they don't have Jace, and now you're going to see a lot more people playing blue, even if they don't have Jace. You could without almost do it without, but oh yeah, good could. luck. I mean, you oh no, you could, you could, but you got to have Jace. He's so good. He's, he's good. So he's good, but. But I mean, now you can mana leak. You know, turn you can mana leak on turn three, drop Jace on turn four. I mean, what? I mean, it just seems so sick to me. You can mana leak on turn two. Well, even if you don't, you know, you may even have to. Like John doesn't play a turn two usually. Yeah. I mean, and now now you got a shot at getting rid of the leech, Peter leech. I don't know. It's not just an anti-John thing to me. It's just overall, it could really change the environment. Yeah. And it maybe it won't be too relevant well, until after shards is out. When I make a deck, I'm telling but, you, most the big. The majority of my deck is in the two casting costs. When, yeah. I, when I'm looking at Usually. cards, yeah. like I would say a, at least a quarter to 30 to 40 percent of my deck is two casting costs. I mean, it's well, or it's under. Gonna, and it's going to suck if I, you know, if I do a turn two Lotus Cobra and they just mana leak it. Yeah. And yeah, they could have done Essence Scanner before, but it but was people so... Don't, people weren't main decking it. That's it was too thing. hard to put too many essence scanners in because yeah. it's so narrow. Or it's not super yeah, narrow, but you're it's playing like a pyromancer ascension exactly. or something. Exactly. So this is just Polymorph, to me, yeah. it's a, it's a hard counter <coughs> to like you said, like turn seven or six. You know, I mean, eight. It's ridiculous. Eight, because generally you're gonna go five casting costs. So, so I guess we can run through. Did you write any honorable mentions? I had some honorable mentions, and I can go over those real quick. Go ahead. I, I basically picked from one from each color that there I just wanted go. to kind of honorably mention that, was that nice. were common or uncommon. And that was nice. Mana Leak, of course, was my honorable oh, mention sure. for blue. Yep. Uh, Fling, I really like a lot. Uh, Fling's great. a reprint from Stronghold. I believe, yeah, I mean, it's just a nasty, nasty card. I think it I think it actually is going to be a lot more It's going to be a lot more relevant, relevant now just yeah. because there's so many good creatures. Well, there's like, <laughs> like, I mean, I've read articles and they're, they're right. You know, you can kill two planeswalkers. Yeah. You can nail one with the creature and then yep. fling it at the other. I mean, it's just, there's there you go. There's two planeswalkers out of here. Uh, reassembling Skeleton I like a lot. I mean, it's just a good, well-thought-out card. Oh, it's very good. It's a very good design, too. It's own little combo <laughs> engine. I mean, it's yeah. great. Uh, Squadron Hawk. That's, yeah. that's the guy that lets you search out for the other three. Really interesting. And they've done they've done cards like that before in green. Yeah, I think they're like forecasting costs though, where you but can for, search for white. It's but pretty nice. But having a white, and not to mention a little one-one flyer. Yeah. Really seems for two casting costs. I mean, it's not really bad. good. Yep. And then uh, the green card I picked was cultivate. Yeah. Which is just just pure and simple card advantage. It's just. I just don't see how the the downside to that card. I mean, you're you're getting <laughs> one in the play and one in your hand. Yep. For three mana. That's pretty good. I mean, I guess. You could argue it's kind of the same thing as Haro, in a way, because you're sacking a land, putting two into play, so maybe... 
Yeah. But but then it's again, with Haro, it's really nasty. It's just another, yeah. Well, you know, Green got a lot, like you said, Green got so much good stuff. I mean, in that little, it's only like a 1-1, one, one, that two casting costs 1-1. One, one. When you cast it, you search oh, for a land. Oh, yeah, I mean, that. that's crazy. Yeah, just basically like the, uh... It's like a rampant, well, not really rampant growth because you put it in your hand, but it's like a, you get a 1-1 one, one creature out of it and you get to search for a land. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, this reminds me of that, uh... Much of this Cillian Elf or whatever the hell that Elf was. That oh, from like Shadowmore? <laughs> yeah, was he from Shadowmore? There was one, I don't think it was Cillian, it was... I think uh, it was from Lorwyn. Maybe it was Lorwyn. And they also had, well, it's kind of like the Borderland. So he was one casting cost more. Well, it's like a Borderland Ranger. Borderland Ranger was three casting costs, two, two. Yeah, I mean, he was land. just a functional reprint of a... But yeah. So Civic Wayfinder? Civic, that's it. That's, <laughs> I, I couldn't think and, of. But this guy's also, this girl's also an elf, which is kind of relevant. Yeah, so. I'm surprised Imperius Perfect wasn't on your list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> Which is not in the set, by the way. That was a... I don't know where that rumor started. I don't know where it started, but it, yeah, it was... We were too excited to even think about, like, it's probably not going to happen, but... Well, no, we mentioned it. We Did said we, say we, something? We, we said it was kind of still in the rumor stages, so... Okay, good. We covered yeah, our... We, we covered our ass. Um, real quick, Primeval Titan is one of my honorable mentions for what we already talked about. It's obviously really good. Mm-hmm. Um... Preordain, which is the blue, the one casting cost, the new sorcery. Ponder. The new Ponder, but I just, I don't know, I just, I like it, I really like Scrying, after messing around with Scrying. Scrying's always been good. That was, that was one of the abilities I really liked from the whole Time Spiral box. Yeah, after toying with it uh, in the pre-release, like with the Crystal Ball, which we don't really need to get into the Crystal Ball because everybody talked about it already, but that card is so good and limited, by the way. Um, and it might even be good in standard too. I, I'm thinking it's it's just good. Oh, yeah, it'd be nice and. But I like scrying a lot, and the fact that you get to scry too, and kind of set up your you know your next draw and draw the card. I just I really like that card a lot because I'm starting to like ponder again too. I'm starting to fall in love with it again. So really, I thought you always liked ponder. I oh, I hated it for a while, but now we're in love again. I have jinxed idol. My honorable mention just because it's kind of a it's more of a fun card, but that I've card seen, actually I yeah. That's the card I was thinking about making a deck around. Well, I'm it seeing just looks like a lot of fun. There was an article on TCG Player where a guy had in a red deck wins. And yep. That's insane. I red mean, deck how wins. Good is that? Even I mean, it's obviously going to be red and black. I've seen red and black. No, this guy is just model red. No, I know. That's what I'm saying, though. You're usually going to probably use it with a red or black deck. Oh, sure. You're not going to probably throw it in a white deck. or. A yeah, it would be kind of tough. Well, then again, if you made, like, tokens, and you could keep sacking, but... Yeah. The red deck wins implication is just so Yeah, because those creatures die anyway, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just insane. <clears throat> and just the extra two damage is usually enough to push them over the edge, so that yeah. could be something to watch out for. Yeah, and, then, uh, and it's, it's going to hurt Planeswalkers. I mean, if they don't deal with it, you're going to be pinging the Planeswalkers, aren't you? Or is that worded so you don't? You know, I'd have to pull it up. That's a good question. I think you can... Jinxed idol. Because I mean that's something that. What a what a good I mean what a good design. How fun is this card? At the beginning of your keep, Jinx idol. No, you can't because you're, okay. you're just dealing damage to yourself essentially. So you, okay. you're not going to redirect it to your own planeswalker. You might. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're trying to lose, maybe. But um, the last one I had for honorable mention, and it's kind of a controversial one between because you and I. This is probably the only card we don't really agree on, and that's the dark tutelage. Yeah, I don't like it. And you don't like it at all because you're saying it's just you think it's going to hurt more than it'll help. I think, I th I'm I think I'm agreeing with a lot of people when I think, or when I think when I say that I think Dark Confidant, which I didn't really play a lot, 
with Dirk Confidant's a lot better because he's something that you could get rid of. You could kill him, you could block. You, I mean, with Dark Tutelage, you're kind of locked into taking that damage every turn. Well, there's no question that he's not as good as... I mean, Dark Confidant is better in a way because, it, like you said, it's a creature and it's two casting costs. But if you have the right deck with this card... And you and you like you said maybe some life gain or I don't know how you can really work it if you're really like a, some weird heavy land deck I don't know but I just just the, it's it kind of reminds me of like it reminds me obviously of Dark Confidant but even like the Necropotence kind of thing where and Necropotence what about the Frixine Arena yeah exactly but well Frixine Arena was one damage though. yeah that's what I'm saying <laughs> no that's what it, that's the comparison and Necropotence Necropotence is kind of a different implication because you would just draw you would just do 19 damage and draw your whole library or whatever draw 20 cards yeah. and do something crazy but yeah. Yeah. in this environment which is a much more controlled combo environment generally yeah you, generally this is this seems like on a, average in a black deck you're probably going to take any, and mostly two damage yeah but the thing but, I like about this card is it's, it doesn't even have to be a black deck I mean, it can, no, you're it can right. splash. I mean, and it, well, again, let me read it real quick. It's two colorless, one black enchantment at the beginning of your upkeep. Reveal the top card of your library and put that card into your hand, and you lose life equal to converted mana cost. And it's it's so, a four dollar card at the moment. It is four dollars. Yeah. I just I don't know. I just think that extra card advantage. I know you 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 were thinking it'd be good in like a blue <laughs> blue and black deck. Well, maybe a blue black control. Yeah, so you could kind of see what your upcoming card is, and then draw. Well, you it. might be able to work somewhere with that, or you may, just getting that minimize extra, your damage. I mean, a personal hauling mine is pretty nice, and in like I've played, you know, Sarkon the Mad, you know, just getting sometimes you just use his ability, just oh yeah, use it. I've used yeah Sarkon. It comes in handy. Bellerin. I mean, it's it's yeah, it's nice, but I don't have a home for it yet. But I I'm really I, you know I think black and white is a decent home if you're going to build... Gain life. Uh, yeah, black and white gain life. I mean, it's, if you well, can kind of... you can still gain life with black, model black, too, remember. Yeah, you can. Yeah, if you're using Nighthawks or but just I, uh, Corrupt or something. I think I'm going to toy with it more of a non-black deck. Like, just splash it. You and it'll have it. some black cards, but I'm not sure yet. It may be, or maybe blue-black control. We'll have to see, but... Blue and black looks like it's... It doesn't have a home yet, but I just think it's one to watch out for because anytime you can... Anytime you have a card like this where you, you have a personal I mean, it's card line, advantage. It's nice. Yeah, it's pretty sick. I'm just, I, and I, I've had uh, some comments too, you know, like if I liked it and stuff, and uh, it's, it's all right. So we should, go, let's do the, let's kind of do our overall set review, and then we'll take a break, because we're already running. We're, we're Boy, all that on the top five. Time, yeah. All right, well, let's. We're doing uh, awesome. So, I guess we could just kind of jump through some rares real quick. I'll pull up the white. I mean, I guess we could talk... talk no, this is just kind of our overall set review, but... Real quick, just kind now, of... No, like, what do you think about the Planeswalker thing? I mean, the five original Planeswalkers. I, know. you know, I don't know. I've heard a lot of things about... Like, I think Conley Woods was saying that Johnny Goldmane is going to be more relevant now because of uh, Elspeth going away. And, I, you know, I think Gideon... If anything is one to watch compared it's to a, it Johnny. depends. I think well, I think if you're running like a, a creature swarm yeah, deck, yeah, if you're, if you're gonna have a beat down main. deck, you, you're gonna want gold main. And if you're gonna run a control deck, Gideon is ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I mean, do any of them really stand out as being like amazing all of a sudden? I don't. I, you none know, of them, none of them to me. I mean, Garrick. Yeah, Garrick's always been amazing. Out of those five, he's about the only one that's really been like, you know, on his own level. 
I don't know, man. The I worst think... one is what? Maybe Chandra? No, I love Chandra. <laughs> I don't Probably know. Liliana. Liliana? See, I like her. Oh. Uh, being able to tutor is so nice. See, I think, and that's the thing you got to think about, is you've never really had a lot of play time with Liliana and Chandra, meaning not a lot of standard decks or tier, tier 1 decks. Oh, now yeah, they might yeah. come I've the, had play with Liliana. Now they might come to the forefront. Yeah. I mean, Chandra is really... I know you played with Chandra. See, I haven't really played with Chandra a lot, so really I can't... She is really underrated. I she mean, is underrated. I, it's just the problem with her is red deck wins is so fast, you're not going to you're not gonna throw her... But, the, but that's why you don't. You run it more in a control deck when you can splash the red. Yeah. Because it's just insane. I, when I was running the Grixis builds, the early Grixis builds, with the, you know, the creatureless Grixis... Yeah. It was just my it was my favorite card because mm-hmm. I could kill anything on the board and I'm killing your stuff every you know I'm, it's running tons of terminates and all that garbage yeah. so I mean drawing it was so nice and if you didn't have a creature out it's just boom one damage boom one damage boom and you're dead yeah <laughs> and and these the planeswalkers are a little bit more relevant this time around because they each got a few cards to back them up now yeah I and mean, I'm not sure that's gonna be too important as far as tier one decks but well no but I mean casually even. It's a good idea, and, they, and the reason they did They're it... They're giving them some support, at least. Well, they did it basically to, to I mean, say... like, Liliana's a little bit more appealing, you know, if you're going to really go for her discard ability when you got her ca- yeah. Liliana's caress out on play, and then you... I don't know, usually when they force-feed stuff, it's not really going to be that yeah, powerful. Yeah, no, it, it, exactly. And it's, they do that on purpose. I mean, they want... They want yeah, to build they, they, the obvious decks are not going to be great, yeah. but... But I, what I was going to say about the Planeswalkers, I mean, at first I was pretty upset. I was just, you know... Really, I don't think it was a good move. I think it's really. I was really miffed. I'm like, why? At least new art. Give me a break. Yeah, but I mean, Alexi's. He's. It's great artist, but. I'll tell you what, though. Like at the pre-release, I pulled in a Johnny, and the Planeswalkers still carry that clout. Any Planeswalker in limited. Yeah, I know, great. but even like just to have it, like I still feel good about. It. Like I have, I got it in my rare book. It's yeah. not gonna go on my crap page. But you who know? doesn't have a Johnny? I don't yeah. know. I don't. On paper <laughs> or online. Well, I don't. If you wanted him, you could get him. He's two bucks. He's you only two bucks. Well, I don't know. I two think bucks. I think he's probably like four bucks. Maybe, I mean, if, if you just picture yourself playing any type of standard game, I don't care if you're playing whatever deck, and someone has a planeswalker out, I don't care which one, it still has to be dealt with. Yeah, but I'm just saying. So it's not as bad. You know, I, the reason I think they didn't make new ones is because you don't want you know 15 planeswalkers floating around. No. It's too many. So I, I guess I agree with that decision. I'm okay with the originals, whatever. I really wanted Jason Mind Sculptor in. I really did too. I really that card <laughs> needs to come down in price, they and did. it is, by the way. It's well, it's going back down. To well, what, on Moto, on yeah. Magic Online. On Moto, I don't think the paper one ever hit a hundred. But to me, the only, the only, and, it, and it's really, and I get Wizards. Maybe you might just say, listen, it's not really our deal, you know, we don't have, we can't control the secondary market, etc., etc. Yeah, yeah. But that's, you know, to me, Jace being so expensive is a real problem, because nobody can have access to it, and it's such an important card. Well, yeah. For blue, if you want to play blue. Yeah, but blue's been getting splashed into everything, which I don't think there's necessarily the need to splash blue into everything. I think it's just such, I think it's one of those cards that's just so popular. I, I know it's a powerful card, but it's just so popular, it's finding itself into decks where it doesn't necessarily have to be No, that's true. But a lot of times they do that just so they can kill the other ones, too. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why and not yeah, just use Jace Beller? Because it's not even on the same level. I mean, for one more mana, you can have Jace the Mind Sculptor. Why yeah. would you want to run Bellerin unless you're running a package of trying to you know, remove Planeswalkers? But. And Bellerin isn't bad. I've, I've always liked it. 
you know, it's a fine card. But, you know, the original Planeswalkers are fine. I just wish there was some way, and they can't really fix this problem, because they can't just release Jace into the wild and just, you know... Jace Mind Sculptor? Yeah, they can't just give him away to people. I mean, there's oh, not sure. much... sure, they could have, like, a Jace the Mind Sculptor versus Soren. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, the problem with that is, though, that it's like, they don't... You know, it would just sell out right away. It'd be the same problem. They'd be selling for 200 bucks, you know? You think the stores are going to sell yeah, no, at retail? Yeah, you're right, you're right. And the other issue, the only solution I came up with is have a Friday Night Magic promo, Jason Mindsculptor. I think that'd be genius because you would solve you would solve two big things. Well, not solve, but you would do two things for Wizards. Number one, you would solve the secondary market issue of Jace, but more importantly, you'd have the biggest Friday Night Magic ever. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that that would make Wizards a lot of money. It would just be it would just be. So how do they do on a Magic Online? The same thing, just. This month, if you spend like five hundred dollars, <laughs> I mean, it, people would do it. Well, they can they can do yeah. They don't do Friday Night Magic Online yet, but they they're obviously gonna have to come up with some way to. No, do No, the that way stuff. they hand out promos on Magic Online is just How however much, much money or however many points you have made. Uh, they look at it monthly, and then at the beginning of a month, they send you a bunch of free cards. Yeah, it's kind of lame, but. Because I think, I think the other, because this is a whole other topic. Well, I got condemned, like you said. But. The whole other time for another day, which we both, I think we both agree, but the Friday Night Magic promos and all the promo cards, they need to be standard. They need to be Especially standard. Especially in a Friday Night Magic. And they're getting better, though. They are getting better like at it. it. All right, well, we've got to move on. Yeah, let's do Because we're going to, uh, obviously, Bane Slayer's back. We've talked about that. Bane Slayer, not as big of a deal as it was, but you know, it's still You know, the Judgment, why is that, I mean, no one can answer why it's in the set. I don't know. I th- I think it's got uh, my only thing is it has to be for limited. They really maybe they thought board sweep limited. Now it's I, important. I I just don't know if it's deal that. with the titans. I mean. Yeah, I guess. If they had the brutal effigy. They had different things. Yeah, they really must think that they needed it. Limited. Was there any big token makers? <laughs> no. The great titan. No. I mean. No, I don't I don't I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. It's not know. really a bad thing, I guess, but it just doesn't. It make was any never. Sense. It was never really a crazy priced card either. I mean, exactly. it was always eight bucks. Now it's four but bucks. But they don't care about the secondary market. Let's look at their perspective. So why would they put it in the set? My only thinking is maybe they're going to change the standard rotation. I would hope. And we hope they do. Yeah, we've talked about that. Um, we uh, talked about uh, the ley lines. When I miss, oh night. yeah, the night. You missed the night exemplar. What were you going to say about the night? You like it? Uh, yeah, it's it's a good. It gives white. Kind of white weenie back, uh, white beatdown deck. Um, it's a three casting cost two two first strike. All knights get plus one plus one and are indestructible. All other knights, I should say. All other you knights. control. <laughs> yeah. So it's a lord. It's a knight lord. It's knight lord, and they and, they're doing all the lords in this set too. And this is a deck you think is going to be kind of up and coming, right? It, it's I've already I've I I never thought I you know I I was like hey, it's missing some cards. It just doesn't have enough knights, but uh, people are going crazy trying to make the deck. There's I've seen white knight decks. Well, Knight of the Reliquary is a knight, right? Or is knight of the Reliquary is a knight. Yeah, that'd be pretty um, sick. There's, a, there's a lot. There's a Steward of Valoran. There's, yeah, when you get into the, the shard stuff, I mean, there's actually some pretty Isn't good... Isn't Knight of the White Orchid a knight, too? Yeah, of course. Okay. You mean the knight? <laughs> the knight of the White Orchid? No, he's a vampire. <laughs> the soldier of the White Orchid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so sometimes they could say knight in the title and maybe not... What, you mean like Nighthawk? <laughs> I didn't, you used to spell it like Nighthawk, I still you? do. I like type K- it in. K-N-I... <laughs> I still type it in that way. And it's like, they don't have any Nighthawks in stock. There's no Nighthawks. What does this card do? Yeah. 
Yeah, so that's a good card. You like the Knight Exemplar. So not really up my alley. I'm not a tribal guy, but obviously yeah. it's going to be annoying if... It'll I, be annoying when, when you can't kill it. Yeah. yeah. Um, if I go in too fast... No, go. yeah, look at that. Sarah's Ascendant. One Sarah Ascendant. 1-1. One, one. If you have 30 or more life, it gets plus 5, plus 5 in flying. I'm it's telling you, you know that card's hot right now. It's actually pretty cheap. Sarah Ascendant is really cheap right now, but that card is just nasty when you're talking EDH. Because turn one, you have a 6-6 six, six flyer. <laughs> Lifelink. Oh, and is that, turn how, is that one, how the rules work? Yeah. It, it's going to be banned, I guarantee you. Yeah. Because in EDH, you start out at what, 40 life? Yeah, but it, oh, so the rules will say basically... That, oh, yeah, I suppose the card says 30 yeah, life. Yeah, multiplayer, it's nasty. I mean, but... It, it's not hard to gain that much life anyway, so it's it's not a bad card. But yeah, multiplayer and EDH, it is yeah I mean, ridiculous. To me, it seems really good. It just kind of falls into that that uh, yeah dragon was that dragon outcast guy or the oh yeah kind of category. Can you like, yeah, play him late? Play can you him keep late. him alive? Or just hold him? I mean, the one thing that's nice about her though is that she's a uh, you can hold it, and then when as soon as you drop it, it's a six six. Boom. Yeah. You know, so it's it's interesting. You know, I think silence is pretty irrelevant. Silence, I've heard, is going to be become more relevant, but I don't. I you know, it's they, I think every it was hyped up when it came out last time, and it never did yeah. anything. So, Sun um, Titan's got potential. We talked about the Sun Titan a lot. Well, I've heard uh, Jace Bellerin as a combo. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of different things. You He'll can, find a home. He'll find a combo. He's good enough. Uh, we don't care about the Ventral Archon. It's just Ventral Archon, I, yeah. So, I mean, overall, white is just... I mean, it's just... It didn't really get anything too, I would say, new, but... Baneslayer really made up for it, but... Yeah. It's really... It's it's pretty well-rounded, but I, I don't think you're going to see a lot of mono-white beyond that night deck. No. But definitely, uh... What site are you looking at? This is just the Wizards. Oh, the Wizards? Site, yeah. So now we go on to blue... Um, we're just going to kind of jump over... I mean, Blue's got a lot of good comments and non-comments, but... I mean, Clone is back. Oh. Well, Clone has a little bit more relevance, I think. Clone's I, pretty I, annoying. There's... One thing we didn't talk about is the Conundrum Sphinx. I think we... Did we, we spoiled... We talked about when it got spoiled. I think it's a good card. But it, you cost, really have to make a deck around it. Forecasting costs 4-4 four, four flying. Whenever it attacks, you, each, pl each player names a card, then each player reveals the top card of their library... And if it's the name card, then they all put it into their hand. Mm -hmm. So it does a lot of things. I mean, you, first of all, you get to see everybody's draw. So, I mean, it's not... I well, mean, they can... It's cool. They can't change it. They can't put it on the bottom of the... No. Okay, so you So, do I mean, it's kind of, a, kind of a neat little benefit. It's not a huge benefit, but... It's a 4-4 four, four flying for 4, which is not really too common for blue. Oh, it's a nice little beater. And it, and then you can basically play with if you put the right cards in your deck, you could basically make it so you're drawing an extra card every turn. Yeah. So I, but I, just I mean, don't it, see it does kind of. Well, the downside is that a lot of people are playing blue, and they are using Hellamar Depths. Yeah, are, that's true. They are using Jace the Mind Sculptor, so it it's kind of, it's kind of can be. It might be something that just sits out there as a blocker, you know, because you don't want to attack because you know they know what they got coming up. So maybe it might not. It probably might have trouble finding a home. Maybe it right might, away. It, it, unless unless you can really. I think it's a great card. Unless you're fate sealing them, you know. Yeah. The Frost Titan, you know, people were kind of making fun of him. Yeah, was it was Brian Killer Twiddle Titan. Twiddle Titan, I think I think if we played with him, he would be a lot better than you think. Because I get, yeah. I go back to the like the Ajani 
you know, ve- vagrant, or whatever, is vengeant. Vagrant. <laughs> He's vagrant. And I, I just remember playing with, you know, playing with that and just realizing how good it was to tap, albeit it was turn four as opposed to turn six. Yeah. But, you know, so when he enters the battlefield, tap, and you get to tap the permit. Doesn't already, with the Johnny, it had to already be tapped. No. Yeah, it just says target permit doesn't untap during it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this actually twiddles it, and it doesn't untap. So I think this card's really, really something where if you p- people play with it, I think they're going to realize it's pretty nasty. Yeah. I mean, the problem is you can only do it one, once a turn. So it's not, I don't know. It's so hard to tell with this guy. Yeah, I don't think he's good. I think he's he's pretty good. I mean, his other ability... And he's not horrible, lame. but I, I don't think he's that good. Leyland of Anticipations, the... A lot of people freaking out about it. I know uh, Reinhardt over at Gathering Magic. He's he thinks it's one of the most underrated cards in the set. I would agree. He thinks there's definitely going to be a place for it. Well, if you remember playing with like Moneybag used to play with what's his name that guy that had Flash and gave all his stuff Flash. What the heck? Teferi. 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 Yeah. I mean, it was pretty nasty. Yeah. No, but it is. Nasty. I don't know if you're the thing about this leyline is do you really need it? I mean, what do you really... Well, his, his rationale is if you're playing another counter deck, you know, or if you're... But your counters are all going to be inst- instant speed anyway. Yeah, I but mean, the only thing say, I mean, you could, you could throw you. a Jace out on their turn, you could throw... But you can't use the Jace on their turn. No, I know, but then that, you know, if, you they, don't if, they, tap out, if they tap out, you can cast Jace on their turn, and then when your turn comes, you have mana. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it gives you that permission, that draw go it, it, It's a big deal for blue. It is, it is a bigger deal than a lot of people think. I agree. We talked about Mass Polymorph. Yeah. Boy, there's so many commons and uncommons that we're just kind of brushing what off. What was that, uh... Actually, that Stormtide Leviathan? I think Conley Woods was saying he was playing that in his Mass Polymorph deck, like, limited. He mm-hmm. said it was pretty nasty. But other than that, it's a crappy card, right? No, I think... Well, I know, I think it's kind of like... It kind of, in a way, reminds me of Iona. Not as good, not even close as good, but hear me out. I mean, basically, I mean, all lands are islands, oh, in addition to their other types. So that doesn't really hurt their mana base. Alright, never mind. I mean, I guess, you know, the only thing that's nice about it is they can't really attack you. It's like a moat or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, if you can can polymorph this out, I don't see why you just wouldn't polymorph something that can kill them. I mean, it's just so expensive. It, it's just like, if you could somehow get it You'd out... You'd have to cheat it out. You're not going to... If you could somehow get it out like a couple turns early, or you could moat, you know, and then maybe not get killed. I don't know. That's not it, a good It's a lot of rigmarole. Time reversal. Time reversal is a five casting cost. Each player shuffles his or her library and hand in their graveyard, and then they each draw Wheel some cards. Well, it's the time... Or, which one is that? The Power Nine one. Time walk? No, time... I can't think of it. I don't know. It's pretty bad. Time I warp. I no, time warp is the current one that you take extra turn. Time reversal. Yeah, this card's really just nobody really likes it. Oh, what are you talking about? I've it's heard, thirty dollars, right? <laughs> oh, it's fifteen. Oh no, it's down to fifteen. It's I, fifteen I to twenty. It's not. I think it, I think it's someone's gonna find one deck that'll be good at. Yeah, that's that's exactly. It. Somebody's gonna find, and they're gonna have to go through a lot of. I mean, it's gonna be so hard to make a deck that that works in. Yeah. And if you do, you know, 
know, it's gonna, t it's probably gonna take like five other cards that aren't necessarily even out yet, <laughs> important or even yeah. out yet. So it, it's just a lot but of it's, work. It's still a scary card. I mean, this, I mean, it's a reprint of a Power Nine card. It's pretty scary. If I pulled one, I wouldn't. I wouldn't cry to my mommy. I mean, well, no, because it's worth some money. But I don't think it's gonna. I don't think. I don't. Like you said, yeah. If somebody makes a deck with it, then it's then it's worth some money. But so the so blue obviously got again. We didn't even talk about other depth and. Just oh, we've talked about those cards. Agri, all the talk there, but blue's obviously pretty ridiculous. Blue did really well. Yeah. Blue did really well. Not just one good card. It got a few. Uh, black, kind of skim through it. The captivating vampires, just, oh, just, just showing that they're they're not really support. I mean, they're supporting vampires, but you know, captivating vampires like probably so the or, one of the only bad choices they made. I mean, well, I guess it's just to make the vampire people happy. The it's lord it's a lord, and it's the thing it's is horrible, they're trying to say that it's good. Oh, it is bad for. Like extended yeah. vampires, like they're really trying to establish vampires, so they want Nocturnus and extended. Death at Demon's Gate. You know, Demon of Death's Gate. Or <laughs> the Death of I'm Demons. I'm dyslexic too. <laughs> Death's the Gate died. Gate's dead. Demon. Nine gate. casting costs, nine nine. Flying Trample. Yeah. But you can cheat into play by paying six life and sacrificing three black creatures. Yeah, and that's the uh, that's the important thing, black creature. Yeah, which I think really hurts it. <laughs> it but does, again, if yeah. you don't have that clause, it's probably too good. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like a green deck, like, boom, out, like, <laughs> turn four. He'll <laughs> be out turn three. I think he's just going to be kind of a fun, what do you call it, maybe Timmy slash Johnny card that's never going to see real. Johnny, yeah. Never going to see real tournament play. But well, no, but it, it, I don't know. Man. I mean, turn three, he could come out in a black deck. Yeah, that's true. If you, I mean, if you just had nothing but a bunch of one-one or one casting cost black creatures, and then you throw him out, well, you could you could actually cast him on turn three. Turn two. Oh yeah, well no turn, turn two. Oh yeah, turn two you could get him out. Yeah, turn one you drop him. That's pretty nasty. Turn two you drop two. Yeah, so turn one. And you then play you just sack, and then yeah. Yeah, turn one you play one one, and then turn two. You so play even two. if they got removal, it, but then again, that's a dream hand. That is pretty much a dream hand, but it's, yeah. not, it's not impossible, but... Yeah. But even if you cheat him out turn three, four... Yeah. I mean, yeah, but, I mean, he's a 9-9 nine, nine flying trample. They, they really have to remove they, they him. Gotta have, they gotta have... They have to remove him, like... If they condemn it, you do get your life back. I don't know, I think... I think just, the, reason, the reason he's a 9-9 nine, nine is just because, obviously, they, they want your opponent to have at least three turns to deal with it. Well, and they can't... They can't, you know... Bolt it really? They can't. can't I mean, I may. I don't know. You might have just sold me on it. I, I think it's actually kind of exciting. It's just, but it's not going to be a tier one. Yeah, but how often are you going to have that hand yeah, but where you have even the if two it's lands, the three one drops, and then <laughs> him? You know, it's yeah. It's tough. It's good though. We it, talked about Grave Titan. Honey Echoes is back. By Honey the way. Echoes is great. Yeah. I was glad to see that come back. Oh, what do you? I do that. It's won me so many games. Leyland in the Void is obviously going to see play. It's a great you know, sideboard card. Sideboard, no, you know, Vengevine, screw you, that kind of thing. And yeah, any grave, any graveyard manipulation deck, it's going to. It's pretty annoying. Blood gasts, you know, whatever. Well, let's see. We talked about Nantuko Shade. Great card. Ne Neurotic Plague. Do we really even want to get into that? That's Necrotic Plague is. Neurotic. <laughs> neurotic. 
Necrotic Plague is good. I think you I, think it's good. I, yeah, I think I think uh, in a sack deck, like a, or if you're going to use a reassembling skeletons and stuff like that, it's card advantage for you. I don't know. It's a constant. I mean, it's just killing their creatures every turn. It's just a horse. It's a sick horse. I don't know. Yeah, I'm telling you, not bad. Not a horrible card. Royal Assassin's back in. He's he might be more relevant than you think. Uh, I think you're really stretching. I don't know, dude. I've seen him. In, I've seen him in some top eight decks. Remember, but <laughs> he's been sideboarded in some top eight decks. Well, they definitely put in a lot of. I mean, Black is definitely back at least on the radar screen. Black is gonna actually nice be in some, be in some tier one decks now. They did a nice job of actually making it. Yeah, know. something other than vampires. So again, we're just kind of brushing through the rares on each. Cyclops set. Gladiator. Cyclops Gladiator. I actually pulled one of those out of my pre-release. Good card. Yeah, he's good. I just it, again, it's gonna be finding a home issue. What deck do you put him in? Yeah. But he's just na- I mean, limited wise. I think I think he would nightmare. go well in a control deck. Some kind of control red control deck. Well, I think your control yeah your control card. Would well, be he's I mean you're not gonna throw him in a aggro deck. You could. Really? Why not? Well, because like ball lightning's better. There's well, a, there's a lot of better cards. Like a red deck wins, yeah, like a mono. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm, well, when you talk about red aggro, you're talking about fast. You're not talking yeah, about I guess four cast and cast four <laughs> four. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Destructive force has got a lot of talk, and that's the it's seven yeah. seven casting cost. Each player sacrifices five lands and deals five damage to each creature. And again, I don't really know what where Good. people are putting this, what home they're putting this in. Oh, what do you think? Land destruction. Blue white control. Blue white control. <laughs> yeah. How could you get it out? They're putting it in the the, the the red and green land destruction decks that have been around, just giving it the big big push to the, the big edge. push. Yeah. yeah. The, the final blow. Yeah. I mean, it's. It could make sense. Yep. I mean, I think it's definitely like you said with the wildfires and all those old school cards. Always see play in tournaments well, at some point. It's it's like they've been saying too. They 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 have kind of stayed away from land destruction, and this is something that's kind of a safe land destruction card because it's really pricey. It's not it's not going to make people hate land destruction. Yeah. Flame, good. Goblin chieftain is back. Yeah. Which is fine. He's he's na- I mean, he can be nasty. Yep. He makes the goblin people happy. The hoarding dragon. We hoarding dragon. Not too impressed with the thing. I think it'll be a little better when we have more Scars. Art- more artifacts to play with. If yeah. there's some killer artifact that you definitely want to get out, and you know that is an equipment. Exactly. Yep. The Infernal Titan. Not a bad card, but six cast got six six, and it's got the fire breathing, and it does the three damage every time it attacks or when it comes yeah. into play. I mean, again, it's pretty nasty. I mean, a limited bomb. <laughs> yeah. I mean, pretty crazy. You know, the Ley, the ley Lion, the, the Ley Lion of Punishment. Great, great sideboard card. Open your hand, you may be getting with the yeah, players can't gain life. The players can't gain yeah. life and damage cannot well, that really, be prevented. That's really a red deck so, which dream come true sideboard, isn't you it? You can't counter damage, can you? Counter? Prevent you. Oh, prevent you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's... You can't prevent... Well, well, like, for example, if you have a core Firewalker. Yeah, up, yeah. You can't... You still can't bolt them. But you can't. But if you earthquake, he's dead. If you have the lay, I'm talking about if you're running this ley line of punishment. Really? Is that how it works? Yeah. Damage cannot be prevented. So like the prevention clause on the yeah, on the protection. Like harm or 
Yeah. It's kind of like the st- unstable footing. Yeah. Where it says damage can't be prevented this turn. It allows you to yeah. kill him, but you can't. You still can't target him, so you have to have a mass damage spell. Yeah. But it's definitely... A lot of red deck wins players got to be happy about that. Especially if you pop that in your opening hand. Again, these ley lines are so beneficial. Yeah. They're just insane, like, if they're in your opening hand. Uh, the Magma Phoenix is back, which is kind of interesting. I, I was talking to Moneybags. That, I think he was saying that really helped him out. It is limited. Five casting costs, three three flying. Whenever it's put into the graveyard, it deals three damage to, to each creature and each player. Yeah. And then you can pay five to return it to from the graveyard to your hand. So it's it's really slow, but it's yeah. Well, he was using it as limited deck, and I know he was scrying. Oh, limited he was sacking be. it to the to, to the black scry vampire. That's nice. Yeah, limited is a no brainer. Oh but yeah, it's good. I think you can see. I mean, it's not. I guess not really tier one, maybe, but it's it's casual. It's pretty scary. Yeah. The the, the black re- ritual you just passed over. Oh, the pirate ritual. Yeah. Black Ritual. Well. <laughs> yeah, the two casting costs add three red to your mana pool. Again, could people were running it limited and stuff, and it was pretty nuts. I mean, it just... It's pretty crazy. Gives you that extra, you know... Oomph. I mean, you're not really going to run Storm decks or anything with it, so we'll see what implications it has. Ah, uh, yeah. Reverberate is the... Now, this is, this is the not the fork, but this is actually the twin cast for red. Reverberates two red instant copy target instant or sorcery spell. You may choose new targets for that copy. And really interesting to see how this would work in red. I mean, it gives red a counter spell is what it does. Cause you, yeah. Because you can you can you know reverberate you counter a counter spell. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of interesting. You know, and you can copy your own direct damage with it. It's nice, dude. It's I not, think it's gonna be. It's good. nice, like if, if well, I don't know, cruel ultimatum. And cruel ultimatum them. You know, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. just stupid things like that, you know? I mean, a lot of control matchups, it'll really help. But just copying your own direct damage. Well, they, I mean, yeah. whatever. If they do... Whatever. I mean, you're just going to do it. So, again, I mean, I think Red... Red didn't get anything like... And then Combust. Well, Combust is the sideboard, yeah. Combust is the Baneslayer killer. It's the Wall of Omens killer. I mean, it's... Red's... Red's pretty good. Yeah, Red did really well. <laughs> like everything. Everything did pretty well, but... And then we got green. Birds of Paradise is back, which we knew, like, right away. Elf Arch Druid. We talked about the... Yeah, uh, Druid's Shaman. Back. You know, the Gaia's Revenge, which is the seven casting, cost eight, five, can't be countered, has haste, can't be the target of non-green spells or abilities. Mm-hmm. Good for Mass Polymorph. I think it's... Yeah, well, that could be a... Yeah, it could be a win, ca- win condition with Mass Polymorph. Oh yeah. I still think it's something I'm going to keep an eye on, just for the simple fact that, again, if it, if we have a counter-heavy environment, which we may not yet, but, mm-hmm. and it really does have shroud. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, what what's green going to do to it? What's green going to do to it? They yeah, they, hornet stinging. Okay. Ouch. <laughs> five times. Yeah, hornet stinging five times. I mean, it's it's awesome. I mean, it's it's awesome. It's expensive, but it is green. So. Yeah, Garrick's. Companion, Garrick's... Garrick's Companion was getting a lot of... Pack Leader, they're both good. Yeah, people are... Both good cards. The Pack Leader was real popular and limited, too. I was reading on some people... Or talking to some people. Giant Spider, amazing. (laughs) It's the new Bane Slayer. The the Green Ley Line, probably the least popular one. Yeah, I don't... The creatures get plus one... Or plus zero, plus one, and you gain a life every time they come into play. Dumb. 
just not good enough. I, it's no, it's not gonna see any play. You know the the meiotic slime, which we talked about. The the mitotic slime. The mitotic. Mitotic slime. I just skip. I'm just gonna take letters out. <laughs> it's a great card. Instead of adding letters, I'm actually taking letters out. Take them out. I think I think we it's talked about be, it already last week. It's, it's gonna be good. I it's, think it's, it's really good. You know what card screams? It's Eldrazi Monument right there. I mean, how yeah. many? I mean, that's how uh, that's five turns of not having to sack anything. Yep. It's great. Yep. Uh, the obstinate Baloth. Obstinate Baloth is actually a really expensive card right now. Well, yeah. It's ten bucks. It's a blading. Yeah, and that's fun. I mean, it's just just because you can screw over Jund, and that well, card that card is it. great. That's worth it for me. Yep. Uh, the primeval titan we talked about, you know, protein hydra coming protein back. Protein hydra. Protein. Protein hydra. Protein shake. He's, hydra. He, he eats his meat. He eats, <laughs> eats eggs. <laughs> oh well, we probably just got the show title at least. Protein hydra. <laughs> Why is this back? You know, this was mythic before, by the way, in 2010. Yeah. It's rare, thank God. Well, maybe Praise not, him. thank God. Praise him. But. Really? I mean, what's the point of this? Comes into play with X plus one plus one counters. If it would be dealt damage, re- prevent the damage, and remove that many counters from it. Whenever a counter is removed, you put two back on at the next turn. I mean, it, ugh. It's I just d- a nightmare. It, it's it, just Any of those cards where you have to sit there and read it, and <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, where it's just really <laughs> complicated like that? It's no thanks. I've heard the overwhelming stampede actually did pretty well too in the. Uh, oh, limited, yeah. Limited, of course. It's, it's pretty bomb. And then green got a lot of great. We already talked about some. A of the lot common. of good land stuff. I mean, a lot of land get land stuff, yeah. whatever. So green obviously is going to get another. It's just going to get great. Green, cards. I think, probably did the best. You know the artifacts. I don't think we need to talk much about. I mean, we talked uh, about the effigy. Voltic ta- key, maybe. We talked crystal ball. We didn't. We touched on a little bit. The Voltic Key. Well, yeah, I guess there's a lot of artifacts. Yeah. You well, might as well just go the over Sword it. of Vengeance. Sword of Vengeance is a good card. Three casting cost. Equipment. Gets plus... Creature gets plus two, plus zero. Has first strike. Vigilance. Trample. Haste. Mm-hmm. And it's three to equip. Three to cast, that's it. That's pretty nasty. Haste. That's the one that comes to my mind. Yeah, because you can keep moving it to other creatures. It reminds yeah. me of that axe. Remember that axe from Morning Tide? Well, you can't keep moving it to multiple creatures to give them haste. I mean, as soon as no, they no, but every gone, turn, like, you, like well, I used to remember that that axe from Morning Tide. You could you'd have it out. The yeah. next turn, you cast a creature, move it to that creature. Yeah, no, no, and you'd have another no, creature no, yeah. with haste. I mean, it's a, it's a it's amazing. Yeah, but that's wow. It's a great great card. Yeah, the Temple Bell. Which a lot of people, I think... It's a controlled howling mine. You can control yeah. when everybody draws a card, which is perfect. Well, not to mention, you get to you get to ta- to reap the benefits right away as opposed to waiting. And you can combo it. I mean, there's a lot of cards that let you untap artifacts. Yeah. So well, like Vault of Key, which is the... you know. So Well, Temple Bell is three casting costs, and it, it simply says tap, each player draws a card. Yeah. Is it better than Holly Mine? I don't know, but I think, I think so. I think it's really good. I think, I think it's better because you control it. There's sometimes when you might not want to draw a card. I think people are underestimating it for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vaultic Key. This is from boy. Where does this go back? Is this Urza Saga? It's it's pretty remember. old. One drop. 
one casting cost tap to untap target artifact. You're gonna. It's I, would, I would say pick those up. Just I mean, it's already pretty expensive. I think. Yeah, I would it's just, an uncommon and it's a buck. I would just get them. There's gonna be some crazy deck. Oh, you know, it. you know, it's gonna be. Yeah, it's just gonna be casual. People will love it. Everybody will love it. Yeah. It's a fun card, especially with the next set. I mean, give me. I feel like rank. we skipped one. Yeah, we did. Overseer. Overseer. There he Steel is. Steel Overseer. He's a two casting cost one one artifact creature, and you tap him to put a plus one plus one counter on each artifact creature you control. Yeah. And this is one you think is really. He's good. one that I mean, I, there's there's things that can untap him. He can tap. I mean, he'll be able to put multiple one one counters on artifacts. But do you think it's just going to be pointless till the new set? Till the yeah, really, I do. So I, I I think it's one you're going to want to pick up cheap while you can because he'll go up. Sure. And. uh... About it. There's, yeah, there's a lot of artifacts. Artifacts did alright. Yeah. Well, we talked about the brittle effigy. So, before we go on break, I mean, I think it's no secret that we both love the set. Yeah, not at first we didn't. No, well, very After it was getting spoiled, I don't think we were really too excited up until the last week. Well, because they really saved the best for last. I mean, yeah. a lot of the black stuff. And plus, we didn't really know what was in and out, but... It's the, the Planeswalker thing, too, I think, really pissed me off when I found out that they were the originals. Yeah. It, it really, uh... I but still I, don't like it. Really? I still don't like it, no. I don't know. I, I, just think, I think it was a bad move. I think... They obviously have a lot of throwbacks to older Magic cards. Yeah, the lot of functional reprints, kind of, yeah. You know, they're all different, Or, or the though. throwbacks, yeah. Yeah, which I like, though. It's kind of time spirally, you know, where they kind of... The yeah. flavor's there... I just, I mean, I think it's really, it's obviously the best course set ever, without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. I think it, I think it won up M10. I think it. Did. Oh, they they definitely outdid themselves, and I just think it's such a everything just seems so well thought out and designed, except for maybe the that vampire. The or the day of judgment. It, and it the day does of judgment. Seem there's weird. like two small issues, but you know, beyond putting like Jason Mind Sculptor in the set, which would have made it like perfect. It, it's it's really I mean look at all the new decks which we're going to talk about if we get time yeah we'll talk that are going to come up yeah I mean it's just one you know and we don't know if these are going to be tier one decks but they are going to but there's make things so many things you can do now mm-hmm. it's at, and they really were smart because they're 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 allowing you to do things with the existing mechanics landfall and yeah I just I think it's just it's definitely an A plus set I mean there's no question I'd say so I, I agree mean, it's, A plus amazing so I don't think you could make a set much better especially a core set yeah so I mean I'd say bravo it's it's a good it's good taste for good flavor for the but it's a core set that like I want to buy like I I mean even M10 was like M10 was M10 was maybe because of Baneslayer but I still was kind of like it still had a lot of stuff like Shivan Dragons and all that yeah, yeah. it had a lot of crap rares and now it's like every rares is actually well the rares are good too the mythics are where they should be you know exactly the, like we were saying the two of the you know the one yep. of the three of yep. maybe three of they really clean that up yep so I think it's just you know I think they did it perfect if they could do every set like this they'll, they should have no problem selling sets uh, hats off to them then hats off break hats time off. We need to take a break. Uh, we need to, I need to go to the bathroom. We're dying for a cigarette, so... With Power Creeps, we'll be right back. Chamo.
are back. We are back. <laughs> Had a quick little break. Yeah. It's running long today. You ready for uh, the next hour and a half? Yeah, not quite. Alright, yeah, so, we'll, we'll try to wrap it up here. So we want to do some new deck types that are surfacing, and you, yep. you did a lot of research on this, so... Well, these are... and some of these are just decks that are going to benefit a lot more. Um, you got your Mono Black Control, which... amazing cards for it. I mean, yep. you, got the, you got the Lich, you got the Nantuka Shade, you got yep. uh, many cards. Um, Red Deck Winds is going to benefit... I mean, you got Combust, you got... New Leyline. A new Leyline. Um, there's the uh, White Knights deck that I was talking about. A lot of people trying to build it. It's probably going to end up being more of a casual deck. Um, with the Exemplar. With the Exemplar and the Knights of the White Orchid, Knight of the Reliquary. Oh, wow, dude, with the Knight of the Reliquary, an indestructible Knight of the Reliquary, that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is pretty nasty. I'm sure, you, I'm sure you might get some kind of crossbreed deck like half white knights and half something else but it's mm -hmm. it's definitely something different uh the black and green eldrazi monument deck you got the grave titans you got uh just a ton of cards so it's like a newer mitosic uh slime or whatever i mean it's yeah it's a whole new deck mm -hmm. it's pretty much a whole new deck um <coughs> you got the mass polymorph decks yeah, the green, you know, basically the green. That's what I'll probably be working on. Yeah, I actually am pretty excited to start working on one of those. Um, you got the green, red Volikut decks, which has always been green and red, but it's the Primeval Titan. Is Boy, great. that Volikut seems real tempting. I've always liked that deck. It doesn't yeah. win a lot, but it's it's it, looking better. I mean, you got the cultivates. You got a lot of different cards now that really can ramp you up and find those cards for you. So, hmm. um, and then and then you got a. Uh, the black and white life gain combos with the the Sarah Ascendants. You got uh, I don't know the the uh, the uh, Johnny guys, the Pride Mates or whatever. Um, you got your land kill decks that are getting a little bit more popular. It's the, land uh, kill or land destruction? Land destruction. I just land kill. Uh, <laughs> green and red ones, obviously, with the new wildfire. Yeah. Um, even the blue and red ones. You know, you could do spreading seas, convincing mirage, spreading yep. seas. Uh, you, you, I know you were talking about some Turboland variants that are that you've seen. <laughs> I haven't seen any. <laughs> That's what you. I'm saying. I was asking you what would be, or you were asking me. I think what would be. No, I know you said something like, "Have you seen those Turboland variants?" Because I said something about Avengers Endicott. Huh. Need to shut your face, liar! <laughs> I guess so. I don't know if I've seen those. Well. <laughs> Because right. there's not many. The problem with Turboland is there's not a lot of cards you can really swap out. Oh, that is isn't that what I was saying. Is like Turboland pretty much dead in your well without time warp. Without time like, warp, it's probably you're like ah. Oh, have you seen the variants? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll, well, maybe I'll try to make one. I mean, maybe you can just maybe, I don't know, maybe you run more ramp in it, but it's going to be tough without the time warp. More ramp in it. Isn't that like all it is? Is just ramp in like uh, an Avengers yeah. Whatever. Cultivate. Cultivate. We'll see. Uh, the Muno, the Muno, Muno the Mono Blue Control. Yeah. Decks. I've, a lot of people have been talking about those. Um, blue is oh, actually strong enough now where it can, where it doesn't have to be a splash color. Correct. Um, I know a lot of people are doing the Merfolk decks, which are good decks. Um, but now is that Agri can, Adept a Merfolk? Do we know who? The, not Agri. Agri. <laughs> <laughs> you're, really, you're really living up to your name tonight. Ether Adept. Augury, Augury Owl. <laughs> I can't even mix. Are you wasted? <laughs> What's between an owl and a merfolk? It's not much difference. No, they all fly. The, the other adept are... is not a merfolk. It's Heather a adept human is... wizard. Yeah, no, that's a wizard. Yeah. Okay. 
And it's not an owl either. <laughs> no, but that that is a good card. It, that's that kind of is like one of the examples where Blue's got good enough creatures now, where it can kind of do a control deck with creatures. It can do uh, a lot of different things. So mono blue control definitely something to think about. Uh, you got your blue and red kiln fiend decks with this flame spitters. Yeah, flame spitters make it a little bit more relevant. The new one three. The, the new one three flying that. Well, I guess plus three, right? If you plus three whenever they're dealt non-combat damage, okay. which is going to happen in a kiln fiend deck anyway. Um, another deck that might benefit is well, blue white control might do a little bit better now with the Manalik. Uh, Manalik, uh, leyline of sanctity. Yeah. I mean, it's just a diff- couple different things there. Basically, a lot of decks. Uh, I don't know, Jund. I don't really know how much it's going to benefit. It's probably uh, going to hurt Jun more than benefit, which is what I, they wanted. Obstinate Baloth is actually good for Jun to play in the mirror. Yeah. I mean, it, it's got a lot of different cards that might help it. So. be interesting to see. I know another card that Red Deck Wins gets that I forgot to mention was the Ember Hauler. Yeah. I mean, it's where you sack him. He's like a two-drop, two two-drop, two-two, and you sack it to two do two drop, damage, right? Yeah, I think it's two-drop, one-one, where you sack him to deal two damage. You pay one colorless, too, I think. You just pay one colorless, yep. The Ember Holler is a two cast cost 2-2, two, two. Oh, you pay two, one, two. sack, yep, deals two damage to a creature or player. Or so. Planeswalker. Yeah. So, so he's he, not, not a bad card. No, he's good. I like the the Bloom Brigade, too. Just to give flying to a goblin. Oh, the Bloom Brigade, yeah. Yeah. Bloom? Bloom Brigade. Bloom Brigade. <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, for Cowdwatch, I got... Uh, oh, should we just go straight into well, it? Well, it's... That's all I got for different deck okay. lists at well, the moment. Yeah. I mean, there's, I know there's quite a few, and we're trying to wrap it up somewhat fast. So, so you not, gotta, you gotta like end the segment. You can't just jump into. I was gonna. That was my segue when I said uh, card watch. That was a bad segue. Oh, should we, should we uh, splice your uh, card watch? No, screen that's too it? much work. But it, we'll do card. We can do some card watch stuff. We got a few things. I, I got quite a few. I mean, I think you and I are gonna have a lot of the same. Well, yeah, the first two are already the, the same. The first two, I think. We'll get, <laughs> I know we've been talking about Stoneforge for a while, and and we kind of, I don't know, maybe we said it way too early for the Stoneforge. I bought Forge. two of them today. I bought I bought two to make my players at four. Yeah. Just just to do it. I'd um, get them now because they're gonna go off. Well, right now on Moto, see, I I play mainly on Moto. You kind of split your time between Moto and ma- and uh, paper. Yeah. Well, I'm um, they're to. cheaper, I think, on Moto. Yeah. They're about three they're bucks. They're four bucks on paper. Yeah, they're still pretty cheap. But they're going to go up. And, and maybe not with M11, but there's no way they're not going to go up after Scars. Scars. Yeah, there's it's no one of the way. ones that's definitely going to go up for Scars. Well, they're going to have, like, swords of... They already they already talked about maybe, like, a sword of body and mind or something. There's already a spoiler for it. Really? You know that? Yeah, they were. it's just the card name. Oh, well. I don't remember how they got it, but it's, like, sword of body and mind. Well, if it's anything like... So it's equipment. Yeah, but if it's like any like those other sort of fire and ice and all that, they're yeah. insane. They're not even. Like, well, that's probably why they spoiled it because it sounds so, it sounds insane and it's well, reminiscent of sort of fire and ice. Probably gonna be good. Yeah. So I would definitely Stoneforge is a no-brainer. Stoneforge is a great card, and Stoneforge is a lot more relevant now just because of the lich. Yeah, it I helps. mean it, it helps the lich out a little bit. Um, and then another card that we both agree that's actually been gaining value on Moto is uh, Abyssal Persecutor, and that's just, I think, because of the hype of Lich. Mono Black. And the Mono Black. I the think Mono Black aggro decks. I, th- I mean, you got you got your three casting costs 5-5, five, five, your four casting costs 6-6. Six, six. 
Uh, it's brutal. I mean, you got the Nantuku shades. You got. It's gonna be insane. Yeah. It's, there's no way persecution's not gonna go off. Yeah. There's no way. My my excitement bulge is. <laughs> it is huge. What else you got? Uh, I got Goblin Guide. Goblin Guide, I think, was one that kind of died off when you when you kind of had the, the Firewalker kind of hurt it a little bit price wise, and I think the uh, Wall of Omens really kind of slowed it down. But I think uh, now that it has combust, you got a way to deal with. Well, I don't the, think that stuff really ever hurt it that much. I think it's well. I think I think it hurt it a little bit. I mean, they were down to about two bucks. Oh, it definitely. And now up. now it's up to four. Again. It's gonna keep so going it's up. It's doubled. If, if you got like two or three in your, or two, well, two or three. If you got two in your opening hand and they can't really deal with it, it's that card is so nasty. Yeah, but a wall of opens can slow them down. Yeah, but you just two for one it with like a. You just gotta use a bolt on it or something stupid. Yeah. You have to. I mean. Um, student of warfare. Now, I know I, I I said I didn't really like the card before. I, I'm not really sold on the card I think still, it's insane. But it's one of the... It, in every White Knight deck... Is it a knight? It's a knight. Oh, it's a student of warfare. Yeah, it's a knight. insane. So it's in every one of those well, decks. I guess if it's a student of warfare, it has to be a knight. <laughs> study <it. laughs> If he studies study, war... If you study war, you are a knight. Yeah, I guess so. Sun Tzu says, <laughs> the art of warfare. But yeah. I agree. I, I already picked up... Well, I, I have four. four yeah, I like have four. That's one of the ones. That actually, this is a lot of the stuff I picked up today. Yeah. I mean, just so listeners know, we don't just say what to get. We actually do try to play the stock market, so to say. Yeah, we tried a little bit. I mean, it's you're not gonna make them. I, you know, the thing is, I don't try to sell a card. You know, the funny thing is, I play stocks or whatever. But all, I, all I'm really doing is buying cards that I think are gonna be worth something, and then I just hold on to them. Well, you probably use a lot of these. That you're I use about. a lot of them. I, yeah. I'm really. The opposite of you as far as cards goes. I keep everything and you sell everything. <laughs> well, you do a lot of trading, selling and buying. Sure. Whereas I just yeah. buy. No, that's true. Um, Eldrazi Monument, it's already been climbing, but uh, I think now when you got a lot of these, especially the black-green Eldrazi Monument deck, looks like it could be a lot more effective than just the green monument. Eldrazi Monument's insane. It's, we so it's going to be... I think it could it could climb up to thirty to thirty bucks. Iona. Well, because of the new uh, polymorph. Just because she was kind of she today. was kind of replaced with Emrakul. With Emrakul. So I think now she's with a mass polymorph. You're going to see her come back into the deck. Yeah, with I mean, if you Emrakul. can mass polymorph into an Iona and an Emrakul, like you can't you can't really lose. Well, see, that's why I'd say <laughs> I, I'd say four creatures, and I'd say Ulamog. As the third, and then for the fourth one, I'd say Progenitus. Yeah. And there you go. That's my mess. Yeah, that's pretty deck. nasty. Um, let me see. I got Volokut. God, you're still going crazy. Oh, yeah. I got a lot of cards here. I see that. Uh, Volokut. I mean, it's more effective now with the Primeval Titan. It cultivates all these different... I don't think it's going to go up too much, but... I, it's not really an expensive card, but it's something you can get cheap. Uh, Sanguine Bond. Worth nothing. Why would you get that? But it has a synergy with the the black and white gain life decks that are turning up. Yeah, I think it's a stretch. <laughs> hey, it's a stretch, but it's something. Yeah, it's a stretch. A Lotus Cobra. I yeah, mean, we've been talking about it's that. It's just going to keep weeks. climbing. It's yeah. just going to keep climbing. Yep. Uh, Oracle, a Moldaya. I know that was one you mentioned, and that was one I we suggested a long time ago too. Um, why don't you talk about that? Why do you, I mean? Why do you think it's going to be big all of a sudden? Well, I think it's just because. You're gonna build. You're gonna see. The, well, with Turbo Land for one thing. Maybe that's what you're we're talking about. And, variance. 
Maybe well, that's I think, what you mentioned. And, and again, when you're seeing like a blue-green dex now, and now you're getting... I mean, scry is a big reason. Well, now you can scry, you can set up... You, so you have the lands on top of your deck. Even though you can already do with Helmar depth and stuff, well, now you have a creature that can scry, which is going to go like probably right into my Warp World deck. Yeah, see, I already got four of him. I mean, it's just... It's going to help her a lot. Yeah. She's amazing. She's already. She's always been good. It's just she's cool. good. She's cheap. Never found a cheap hole. card. Uh, Basilisk Caller. It's Th- still relatively cheap. It's a great card. I mean, might as well get him. You might age. as well get him. You might as well get. It. I'd say two of them. Two of them's fine. Uh, Philidor Sovereign looks like it could. Oh, I'm telling you, these gain life decks. They, I mean, he is the win condition for a gain life deck. Yeah, but... If you're going to build a gain-life deck... If you build a gain-life deck... I mean, gaining life, like you said, doesn't win you games, but with him, it does. But if you build a gain-life deck, aren't you... Aren't, don't you already lose <laughs> by building it? <laughs> yeah. I well, like I, it's, I like... See, the gain-life thing, I like that is... I've always been a fan of it. I mean, it's defensive, and he gives you the win condition. Yeah. So you could be defensive... I've seen you win with him in cash. I've won with him more than enough times. Yeah. So he's not a bad card, and he actually could go up a little bit. I'm, he's obviously not going to be a huge <laughs> chase card. <laughs> I don't but, think so. Uh, Bloodgast, I think, might go up a little bit. I know Vampires pretty much died off, which is good. I got sick of it. I got sick of playing, and then I got sick of playing against it. Um, Bloodgast will be good, because there's going to be a lot good. of sacky death. Well, he's, he's kind of fits in with the, uh, the black and green monument decks. Well, and you're seeing him in the the Dredgevine decks. You're seeing yeah, the Dredgevine. Any type of sack engine decks. You know, if those start to become mm-hmm. popular, he'll be relevant. Uh, summoning trap. Oh, you called out all my cards. Did I? Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, summoning trap is summoning trap was well. That's why I put it. That's actually why I put it on my list is because it's what you've said before. Yeah. Well, I think mainly again if mana leak if they mana leak you on turn two if they mana leak a creature. On That's turn insane. two, I mean, then what are you going to do? Then you go grab. Yeah, you go grab something hopefully good. So I think that, I think summoning trap is something I would definitely pick yeah, up. Yeah, I picked up four of those today. Yeah, that's why actually a lot of the stuff I picked up today. Uh, the world queller. I think he's he's pretty nasty. He's pretty underrated. I think it's got to be a real specific like a like your mono white Amiria control deck. He's really good in. You're not going to throw him in any deck. I mean, he's not going to be... He's not going to outdo Baneslayer, but... No. But if you got the right deck, he's pretty annoying. He kills Planeswalkers, so... Yep. Yep. He gives you some some sort of something to do. Uh, <laughs> he does give you something to do. Some sort of something to he do. He gives you something to do every turn. Uh, and the last two I have are Vengevine. Which is a no-brainer, yeah. But it, Vengevine gets... It's more relevant now, even because you got the squadron hawks. I mean, you got a lot of different. Things. I think the 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 news already broke on that one. Like three. I mean, everybody knows Vengevine's gonna be good, even though it's dropping online. No, I know, I know, but I'm just saying. Like he, why it's he dropping online makes no sense. I mean, he is dropping. He's I, down to 22. I, it's just I know it's a tier one deck, next level band, but it's just it hasn't really proven. It hasn't won anything yet. Yeah, it did. It, Kibler took it to win. A, he won like a PTQ with it. Did he? Yeah. You got first PTQ, place. Really? Oh. Something like that. We I don't talked know. about it on, on I, I haven't really been keeping up we with talked about it on our the show. news. Oh. Really? That was a good well, one. I don't listen to our show. Well, yeah, I guess not. <laughs> and then uh, the last card I have is Awakening Zone. Yeah, that's is, amazing. I mean, you're going to obviously mass polymorph. Uh, 
even the uh, Eldrazi Green the Eldrazi, yeah, I mean, it's it just, just does a lot of cool things. Yeah, gives you mana, gives you a creature. Well, that pretty much was all mine. I mean, really? I, my well, my big ones was the Stoneforge, Persecutor, Summoning Trap, Oracle. Um, you know, the one card I would say I would stay away from is a Time Reversal. I wouldn't buy him at fifteen. No, yeah, I, no, I, I agree one. with you there. I would, I would stay away from Time Reversal. I'd even say the Titan might be if he's thirty-five dollars. I mean, yeah, he's gonna have to kind of prove himself. I think he'll, I think he'll drop. I think they're all gonna kind of lower in price as like the week goes by. But then uh, whatever whatever becomes established, you know that's the thing. Like Vengevine kind of hung out at twenty twenty five bucks, and you now he's forty know. bucks. So you don't really know, but I was gonna. Oh, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take a nap. Ah. I'm gonna go to bed. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say before I yawned, that's because we're professionals. Yep. That we should. Do you have any sleeper picks for M11? Do you have like one card that you think is just going to be worth a ton? That's not a worth a sleeper it? pick. Yeah, and I don't think I. I think we covered every card. Now, I don't so know. Really nothing. I think. Uh, my number one card was the Fauna Shaman. It's not really a sleeper. And I don't think it's really a sleeper. I think it. Yeah, sleeper hit. Uh, you know. Yeah, that's a tough call. I mean, I'd probably say like Jinx Idol maybe could be kind of a. Sleeper I like Jinx Idol. Yeah. I like it. All right. Well, you pretty much covered all the card watch stuff to death. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, like like we were saying. We're really gonna try to focus a little bit on the web page. Do you want to put, put some? You want to put all these up on the web page now, tonight? <laughs> put them all up on the page though, and, and put up. Like, I want to put all of them from all of our creepcasts. You really? Yeah. Well, you'll have you'll have some time for that. Have fun. Well, I've already got it all written down. I oh, just, do you I really? Don't know how to well, you have to price everything too. That's what I guess. Yeah, you can't go back I'm not time. the technical guy. Yeah, we'll figure the it butchers, out. so we'll put them up. We'll do it. We just need a, a day where we can hang out, <laughs> and then we'll get to it. <laughs> All right. That was Is a, that the phone from the phone. 1940s ringing? <laughs> that's the alarm. That's the alarm. It's time to it's time to stop. Oh. Anything else as far as like card watch? No. Uh, it is interesting. Though that uh, since our last podcast, which was two weeks ago, but Jace the Mind Sculptor's dropped twenty dollars on Moto on Moto Magic Online, yeah. So uh, I don't think he's changed it all on paper, but no, he's still the on 70, Moto. He was a hundred bucks, and now he's eighty bucks. He's a seventy-five on paper, seventy-five to eighty. So I, hopefully he can drop quite a bit more. I wish. I think he's going to stay at seventy-five. I don't think so because I think you're going to get a lot of these different decks that I was talking about. I mean, you're going to get. They might not win, but you'll get a lot of people playing some different decks. We'll so, see. And Jace isn't going to go in a I would, mono black. I wouldn't Jace buy him at 80, I'll tell you that. I'd wait. He's not going to go up any more than 20. I wouldn't buy him at 80. Yeah. I wouldn't... Honestly, I wouldn't buy Jace the Mind Sculptor until he came back down to 40 bucks. Really? And I'd probably get him at 50. I got mine at 50 on Moto, and I sold him at 100. I sold him at 95. You sold him at the right time. Yep. You lucked out. Well, I kind of... Well, I just had a feeling. I had a gut feeling. No, you know, I, I don't know why. I think you want, you transitioned to paper. That was probably part of it, too. No, because I was doing that anyways. I think the more of the reason I did it was just because it it hit 101. Yeah, and we and pretty much stayed, knew there was a ceiling. And it stayed at 101 for, like, three days. Yeah. And, or even, like, longer, like five days. Yeah. And I'm just like, there's no way people yeah. are going to pay $100. That's the thing. I mean, so that's why I'm like, no I'm matter how good a card is, there's yeah. a ceiling where it just... It's not going to get past it because it, 
nobody will buy it, even if it's that good. Yep. I'm sorry, you want four Jason Mine sculptors and you have to spend $400? It's not going to happen. Especially on Magic Online. We're not even getting a physical card. Well, that doesn't... That's, that it doesn't, doesn't matter. really matter, but I still... My my rationale is basically that there's just no way it's going to stay at 100 So I'm like, I either got to... If I want to keep them, keep them, or I dump them. If I want to make... You know, I, double, I didn't really double my money, but... Almost. You should have bought them when Me I told you to buy them. Well, I bought them when at he 50. was thirty tickets. Well, you, well, no, you just told me to buy actually, remember you pulled a foil yeah. Jace mine sculptor on the pre-release. On the pre-release, yep. And you sold that thing right away for like eighty tickets. Right? Well, and speaking of that, my M10. We're not gonna talk much about my pre-release, but real quick, I did pull. I pulled a Bane Slayer and an Ajani. Yep. And I even pulled like a Death Demon Gate or whatever that thing is. I pulled like four. Demon of Death Gate. Yeah. Pulled like four mythics, and I I, I got first place. <laughs> yeah, you got first place. It was a smaller turnout, but yeah, Band Slayer was you know was enough. I mean, I had a, I had really good pull. I had like two Doom Blades, stuff like that. So it was it was fun. It yeah. was fun. It's a good time. It's a good time. You won. You made a black and white deck, right? Yeah. Yep, and I got to go to bed a champion that night. Did you? Yeah. Did you look your wife in the eyes? No. I brought home my pet prize packs and showed her, though. What'd she do? Just walked away, didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> she just did what she always does. Well, that's nice. Doesn't care. All right, we got a shout-out to, uh, what are we going to call our, our buddy who likes... Are we going to do some different shout-outs this time? We got to do it to our... We gotta do this to the guy that we didn't think was listening all the time, but we know he is. You know, oh, now we know he is. Yeah, I never knew he was listening. So what, what's his nickname gonna be? Uh, he likes. He, well, we could just call him like late night inappropriate computer viewer. <laughs> late night inappropriate <laughs> computer viewer. He'll know who he is. So we shout out to him. You think he's gonna know just from that? I would think. How so. many? <laughs> I know. How many people aren't late night inappropriate computer he, viewers? Yeah, but he knows. He'll know it's him. So we're shouting out to you, buddy. Oh, okay, so yeah. He's uh, he's a good guy. We never had him on the show, but maybe someday. So we could, we could just call him Demon of Death Gates number one fan. There you go. There you that's go. A, that's a little more appropriate. Okay, he might know that. And then we actually, we actually got to Joey, who actually oh, sent yeah. us an email. And we just got it. Actually, just we just we, we just got show. it on our break. Yeah, and he sent us a really nice email about Yeah, really awesome email. About why he loves us and... Well, just the things he liked and a few of the things he didn't like. And then he also... <laughs> yeah, and he also uh, made a logo for us. Yeah, actually he made a really badass logo. Yeah. That I think... Uh, so we'll, repl- we'll have to We'll have to talk we'll to reply him. to him. Yeah, we'll have to... I'd like to use that, So shout actually. out to Joey, we, we like you. You almost said love. I almost did, but we're not ready for that partner. You're like, I l- love you, Joey. Uh, uh, so we like you, Joe. We like you. We like you. We like you so much. He's in the friend zone. He's in the comfortable zone. <laughs> contest. We got to talk about this. Oh before. yeah, we got it. We, we screwed this up, kind of. We the contest. Okay. The, entries the contest are, is awesome. And yeah, all, the all entries the, are great. We actually don't have to do the comments anyway because they're all contest no, entries. What we have to do is people have to email us. Yeah, anybody. <laughs> That wants Sorry, it's a huge inconvenience, but... Eligible for the prize, you yeah. have to email us. Yeah, because the thing is, is like, let's say uh, Joe Schmo wins, and we, you know, we're like, hey, Joe Schmo, your card was great. You email know. us. <laughs> e- email us, Joe Schmo. And so we'll get like 10, jo- 10 people claiming to be Joe Schmo. People that probably wouldn't do it, but it just doesn't really... For us, it's basically what everybody has to do, if they've already posted a card, email us the card... You know, and you could just say I posted this on forums or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then we'll have that'll be the email address that we'll keep on file for you. 
then we can email you if you win and get your address and because we're giving away a chrome foil mox. Yeah, which is what twenty bucks. Or chrome foil mox, a foil chrome mox. <laughs> That's what we're giving away. <laughs> <laughs> Titanium alloy. <laughs> so the email address is the butcher at powercreeps.com. I'm gonna put it in the show notes. Yeah, and it's. Everybody, so moving forward, anybody that wants to enter should email to that with their card. And it can be just email, text. What's the email address again? The butcher at powercreeps.com. There you go. And it can be a picture, it can be just text, whatever. We get, you know, it, in the contest, we should probably tell the new listeners. The contest is to think of a, a, a card that Black needs right now in standard, which yeah. is... To be more relevant, to be more exciting, and they kind of came up with some. St- and Wizards, and this is this is kind of we did before a lot before a lot of the black was spoiled yeah, in M11. That's but, what's so funny. But um. But anyways. And we'll keep that in mind too, as far as the, the other cards that were entered. But it should be a card that's like realistically could be printed. Yeah, it's and probably I don't be think rare. I've seen one that's... It doesn't have to be rare, right? We could do any rarity, so it could be like some cool... No, I think we well. We said any rarity because it could be some cool common that just would make sense, you know. Yeah. But you have to tell, you have to say whether it's common, uncommon, yep. mythic, just so we know kind of like the power level. Yep. You know, if it's if it's a common and it's like a seven seven, you know. Yep. And we'll just we're gonna pick like a top three, and then we're just gonna roll a die, a die. Yeah. To see. Maybe where. there's some extra stuff we can give. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Maybe a bane slayer. <laughs> Maybe we could give out a Bane Slayer and a Johnny. <laughs> Thanks for the idea. That's a great idea. I wish our listeners ask and see. They might like that idea. No, but you, the winner does get a foil Grand Prix Chrome Mox, which is quite a prize. Chrome Mox? I got that myself. I went to the Grand Prix and, and went up to the desk. And you shook, begged shook, for Shook it. their hand and they gave it to me. Really? Well, you. That's how and they gave it to everybody. Everybody get one. Everybody get one. <laughs> <laughs> Did everybody get one? Oh, man. It's getting late. Yeah. What is it, like midnight? It's midnight. It's perfect it's super time. super late. We're in like an hour, an hour and 40 minutes, but... That's not too bad. That's We've done that before. So we're going to rec- we're gonna be back on schedule here, so next week... What are we doing next show? We're going to talk about what? I mean, I guess we'll... Well, uh, obviously, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything as far as any standard tournaments. Well, I would hope so. But uh, it'd be, ni- be it'd be fun. nice to see some of these new decks. Well, we got the release coming this weekend. So. I, th- I think next week we can talk about more of the relevance of some of these cards. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of different decks, and I, I, you know, I know the butcher gets out a lot. He plays a lot of magic, so he can uh, he can talk about what he's been seeing in a lot of these. I get out online all the time. Yeah, I get out in them chat rooms. You get in chat rooms. You... All right. Well, that's about it. I think we got to wrap this thing up. Yeah. Put a bow on it. Put a bow. Merry <laughs> Christmas. All right. Well, we're the Power Creeps. PowerCreeps.com. Mm-hmm. Everybody, the entries to the contest is the Butcher at PowerCreeps.com. By the way, the the Power Creeps Moto Clan is amazingly huge at the moment. Yeah, we don't. We have got this. so many we people. We have one person. We don't have room for any more. We don't have anybody. We don't have anybody. So yeah, if you guys <laughs> play Magic Online, what do they want? What do you want? They got the problem is they got to talk to you first because you have to invite them, right? Do I? I don't know. Why don't they email you their Magic Online username, and then you can send them an invite? There we go. So if you want to be in our clan, what did you do? Email you or if you play a Magic Online, you want to be in our clan because yeah. why wouldn't you? Because it's powerful. Yeah. I think what there's like four of us. Son. I mean, it's just 
We don't really care. You money bags in the metagame store. The metagame store. <laughs> out of business. <laughs> out of business. Place. So your your email is obviously spookypants at powercreeps.com. Mm-hmm. Oh. I just got to remember the password. So you, then I can check all those. You don't have your email password? <laughs> you you tell me you can have like 15 comments in your... I suppose you never gave out your email, did we? Yeah, we did. Oh, well, great. That's good. We'd be on top of it. I, I'm good at that. Well, we'll get your password out. We'll dig it out. Mm. All right, we're going to we're going to go to bed, separate separately. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're it's the, totally. <laughs> we're the Power Creeps. Thank you for listening. Magic podcast. Happy birthday.